Hi guys, it's Branchy from the Real Fake News Podcast. If I sound a little slurry, it's because the last uh, podcast I just recorded, um, we've shared a bottle of whiskey as we talked um, our past and where we've come from. So it was a great conversation. Sam is a... um, uh, an MC, I guess, and and aspiring TV host. I'm not aspiring. She is doing it, and um, worked with the WWE, Geelong Football Club, Melbourne Storm, and 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 many others. Um, the the com- hosted the Commonwealth Games. She's done really well. And and Daniel Delby is a stand-up comedian who sold out his run of Fringe shows um, recently at the the Fringe World Festival and is just doing great things we all went to high school together it's like a high school reunion so really hope you enjoyed this podcast had a great time recording it it was great catching up with some old friends and um if you're not from wanneroo high school you'll still enjoy it so enjoy the podcast thanks and i want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news enemy of the people that I call the fake news the enemy of the people the fake news I'm actually going to take singing lessons oh he's on yeah I genuinely just wanted to catch his by surprise we'll never sip that like that again yeah glorious how are we good good brother afternoon perfect how are you all feeling did you say boys I think I don't know (laughs) (laughs) anyway yeah I'm gents Ladies, yeah. ladies, gentlemen, Sam, Delby. Um, I don't really need to do a uh, intro. I'm going to do that pre-podcast. Cool. Edit that in. So, uh, just uh, how's things? Would you prefer uh, ostrich egg or an eagle egg, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> Would you prefer T-Rex arms or ostrich legs, mm. Delby? Uh, definitely ostrich legs because you can't wank with T-Rex arms. This is very true unless you have a massive wang. Mm. So I'd be in no uh, danger. Yeah. Of well, arms. you definitely got ostrich legs because your hamstrings are cooked, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's correct. Um, yeah, so what's going on, Sam? <laughs> so sorry. Delby's sipping sorry. drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's we're, we're all high school friends here catching up. This is good. Yeah, it's like a high school reunion, isn't it? It is. I think we're going to call this episode High School Reunion. Heaven. We made it out alive, lads. I'm without, proud of you both. I was going to say without kids, but well, <laughs> well, at high I school. Up. You know, we could yeah. be the only ones, Delby and I could be the only ones from school that don't have a Range Rover full of kids. Yeah. Mm. Well, I wouldn't be a Range Rover oh. at Wanneroo, but. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A moving van. Yeah. A white van. <laughs> or a, a, or a hatchback. Van. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, clearly. Um, so, uh, how's things going with you guys, Sam? You've just quickly over for the weekend? Yeah, really quick trip. It's always a quick trip with me, unfortunately, because Perth is so fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I'd say tourism would go up more if they lowered the prices. One way to get home was going to be uh, $940, oh, which I could fly to LA, return from Melbourne for cheaper than that. So, yes, it's a quick trip. Unfortunately, I don't get to holiday here much um, and just here for the weekend. Classic. Is Geelong playing tonight? Uh, no, nah, Sydney, Adelaide. Okay. So, yeah. does that mean you miss out on the Geelong home? No, so I share the role at Geelong with a man by the name of Nathan Templeton. So he does um, uh, when I can't do, and I do what he can, when he can't do. So that my go- my games are towards the end of the year. So I've actually got a game on the G Sunday afternoon, which is why I'm only here for a day. Maybe we should do some backstory about how Sammy got there from Wanneroo. <laughs> yeah, I would <laughs> like to hear. I would like to hear that as well as I'd like to hear Delby's story going into stand up. Uh, but 
and and congratulations on both your success um, Thanks. at the moment. You know, um, Delby, you just did your, your sold out uh, Fringe Festival um, oh, show, which was Correct. I've seen it probably three times, which yeah. is fucking awesome, man. Thanks, like, man. Really liked it. Like, um, loved some of the. Uh, the meth jokes were pretty yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, relatable from Wanneroo, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> exactly. To any of our friends out there suffering from meth habits, uh, uh-huh. we love you and mm. stay strong. Yep. Yeah, they wouldn't be listening to this unless they stole <laughs> stole the computer to plug it in. Stop. <laughs> oh, classic. Um, and Sam, your, uh, your success as well over there, you're going well. I mean, bloody WWE. Oh, look, it's, football, it looks good on the outside, doesn't it? It's yeah. like everything. I've just gone through probably the lowest point in my career, mm-hmm. December, January, um, where you literally not only question what you're doing, but you question why you're living, what you're li- where you're living. You question everything. And it's been the hardest. December, January have been the hardest two months since I left home 10 years ago. But it's funny because every time I bump into someone over the last two months, everyone's going, oh my God, you are flying. You're doing so well. And it makes you feel even worse because you're like, actually, I haven't eaten in three days and I'm fucking hungry. I don't know if I can pay rent this week, but yeah, it's going great. So it does definitely does have its ups and downs. The last couple of months have been horrendous. Um, but as of two weeks ago and looking forward into the next couple of months, I'm super busy. So it's one thing or the other, really. It's because people are lazy. They see what's going on on social media and it looks good yeah they don't pick and up the phone they don't go hey man what's going on like yeah your gig looks good and i don't go how did you get there what happened like with sammy's story is crazy man she's not lying when she said she didn't have food to eat yeah i remember yeah, there was times a few phone you calls like, <laughs> i was like i'll well, let like, you buy your lunch with her. <laughs> we should probably send should. it over on a 940 buck flight we should probably specify that we all went to high school just in case people yeah. don't think we're just <laughs> yeah we all up. went to wanneroo <laughs> senior high school yeah. and uh yeah. Which I don't admit to many people, but no, no. Can it's we not, not a gloating? I just want to hear Sammy's backstory if that's cool. Yeah, mate. Because no. ten years of hustle and bustle, from Wanneroo to fucking WWE, Hulk Hogan, World Rugby Sevens, AFL, Geelong, Melbourne Storm. It's incredible. Yeah, it's the works. Been, As Pauline Hanson says, please explain. Mm. Oh, well, um, yeah, it's been it's been a ride, but and a lot of people actually ask me. What's the end goal? And I'm at a point in my career where now, as corny as this sounds, the journey is the end goal because every the thing with my career is every job and every contract is different. So I could be employed like I just did the F1s two weeks ago. So that was a goal that was on my list. But come the Monday morning, you're unemployed again. So it, you've got to enjoy it as you go along. You've got to enjoy the steps along the way. Um, which are the different contracts. And I actually have a vision board and I put things up on there and I put logos of companies that I want to work for and I constantly look at them. And that's my end goal is to to constantly be striving, growing and trying and doing new, new and different things, which I'm fortunate to be in the position to be able to do that now. But I actually started, moved to Melbourne 10 years ago from Perth. Um, I'd graduated high school, went to uni, graduated uni and I was 20 and I was doing a job that just really didn't fulfill me, travelled around the world, took a few dance classes in London and realised, hey, you can make a living out of something other than, you know, being a policeman, a fireman, a nurse, all of these stereotypical jobs. A teacher. Strip. A teacher. <laughs> Stripping was Strip. the choice in the end. So I became a stripper. <laughs> no. <laughs> so I thought, fuck it, I'm going to try and get into a dance academy. So I auditioned, got into a full-time performing arts academy over in Melbourne and moved my life within a month um, literally with my last paycheck and got a job on the day that I landed there just at a cafe, lived under a staircase, quite literally. Harry Potter. Yeah, I lived under a staircase. <laughs> I paid 150 bucks to live 
under a staircase with a milk crate that I found at the back of my cafe as my bedside table. And I had a sleeping bag. That was my sleeping bag as a kid when we used to go camping. So I had nothing. That's luxury compared to Wanneroo, boy. (laughs) Yeah, so I started doing that. Studied two years full-time. Started working as a full-time professional singer-dancer. And there was just still something missing. I really wanted to get into TV presenting, so I did a short course. Um, And I won't name any names, but the director of the course actually... Kind of shaped where I am today because he gave me a little project of um, put together a little piece to camera of like being being a, a presenter and everyone else was kind of doing uh, interview your best friend's boyfriend that plays the St Kilda Twos or yeah. all really stereotypical stuff and I took my brother skydiving here in Durian Bay for his twenty first birthday and I filmed it and I got all the um, footage together and I wanted to present like a kids science. To, you know, to do with gravity and make it a bit fun, like travel versus kids science thing. Do you still anyway. have it? Because I'll use it for my kids. I literally <laughs> no, teach year seven science. I've got bits and pieces of it. Yeah, it's yeah. terrible. It's That's terrible to look back on now. And he said to me when I handed that to him, he said, uh, it's really good. And he thought outside the outside the box, but you're not a wag and you're not an Olympian. So I'm going to be frank with you. You're not going to make it. So there's not really much point. Like I can continue to do these lessons with you, but like I'm, I'm, I want to be up front with you. It's not really worth it. So... Uh. That kind of has driven me ever since. So I was dancing for Melbourne Storm at the time. I went to them and I said, can you give me a camera and some content? Once a week I'll come in and, and put something together. I just want some experience and I want some, you know, I want to make a fake show reel. So they gave me a junior cameraman named Seamus. Shout out to Seamus. Um, and some content and I go into the gym every Thursday. We put together the segment that was is now called Storm Insider where it literally would be... Um, you know, the boys are going to New Zealand this week and this is how the team um, is looking. Or let's talk to the physio, Tony Ayub, about the recovery from Cam Smith's injury on the weekend and it would cut to that. So we put together this little Storm Insider. It was like a five-minute segment. You can still find it online and it's absolutely awful. Um, but that's how I started. So I did that for a year for free. They didn't pay me. Um, and then when the job came up at the end of the year, I put my hand up and I was like, just give me a chance which it took many meetings for them to give me a chance because I was a nobody and I was still quite green. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, it's kind of snowballed and it's um, my network has now continued from there. I will say that um, when I was 23, when I graduated from my full-time performing arts, I auditioned for a, a TV show on ABC Kids. Um, it was a kids' science show and I didn't get it and I was a bit disheartened. So I contacted them and said, can we have coffee and find out why what was wrong so I can, you know, it was only my first audition so I'd like to improve and do better. Yeah, smart. And they met with me and said, uh, nothing's wrong, you're just too old. Fuck. And I thought that's not going to get any better from here. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> only 23. That's in fact, that's going to get worse. You can't work on that. I know. And at the time, Lauren Phillips uh, was doing Kids WB, which yes, she was dating a footballer. So one of the things that that other man had told me was not in my favor that I wasn't. Yeah. Um, but she was the same age as me. So I thought to myself, well, maybe I just need to get a profile and some experience. And that is why I continued to, after Storm Insider, I continued to put my hand up and I was like, I'm going to make something of this and prove these people wrong. And, you know, I would still love to do some kids TV one day, but my network has just evolved into sport. And from there, I guess a lot of my work kind of comes from people will see me on a job and be like, um, can you come and do this? Or the events company that runs Storm also um, run some netball and they run a few other things. So I then cross... I guess, cross-pollinate myself across all different <laughs> sports. Yep. Um, yeah, and when it comes to things like the WWE and the Commonwealth Games and those kind of things, I literally had the Commonwealth Games, Gold Coast 2018, Commonwealth Games um, logo on my vision board at the top 
And wow. it was literally, it was on its own A4 piece of paper and it sat at the top of everything and I just looked at it every day. Wow. And, and it's, it's yeah, the people say the secret, if it's there, it'll come to fruition. It's not that. It's because you're conscious of it every day. So you're consciously I'm making steps or thinking about it or touching base or doing stuff towards this goal. And that's how I've got the things that I've got is because I, I, I put them in a vision board. I write them down and I don't know. Someone said to me today, oh, you've been so successful. And I'm like... I kind of get bored sitting still, so yep. I'm always looking for the next Same. next thing. So, well, we spoke about the secret on on my last podcast, and that was, and we came to the same conclusion. It was, it's not, you know, a magic, magic thing where you sit there and go, "There are no weeds, there are no weeds." It just gets it in your head and makes you, it, it triggers you to actually take the action upon what you want to achieve. And I haven't read it, but is it just pretty much what you want? Go yeah. get it. Yes. Yeah, so, well, put like it out it's, there. It's a little. It's a Everything little like manifestation. Like it's you, manifest- you manifest. Well, look, your I'm a, I'm massive on that. I just decided December last year to jump onto Sammy's bandwagon. Mm-hmm. Um, I was floating around. I don't know what I was doing with my comedy. I was like, right, I'm going to put some goals down. Mm-hmm. Figure out what I actually want. Yeah. Know? Within two weeks of doing it, I hit all my goals. Yeah. You know, I wanted to sell out the comedy lounge i wanted to have paid headline spots i wanted to have regular spots i wanted to mc shapiro's within two or three weeks of writing them down i'd done them all mm. Mm. so there is definitely something in it oh i've got them up there yeah. there's a couple i've got um I have the part-time employee you can see there goal the number one one was there was go full-time with b32 and that's happening in Four weeks. Yeah. So uh, that's, and then the other one on there and is. everything spelled right. And you went to Wanneroo England. <laughs> I know, just talking about Spot this. Spot on. Uh, yeah. Pretty impressive. That's yeah. it. That's how I keep myself. That's that's not even my uh, goal board. That's yeah. just, that's just. Shit that, to do. Yeah, it's super important. <laughs> You're right. It's not magic. And people think, oh, it's just come out of nowhere. But it's blood, sweat and tears. And it's a constant, mm. constant hustle. It is. It is. And you also sometimes become addicted to it too. Like, it, like I find it hard to, to take a holiday and do nothing because mm. you're like, when you work for yourself, it's it's you, you don't clock off at five o'clock. You're not hanging for the end of the day. You don't close your laptop. Mm-hmm. It's constant. The emails come in at whatever time yeah. and you've got to respond to them. And, you know, it, it becomes an addiction as well. And, and thankfully, it's one that I enjoy. There, I don't know what I would do if I had a Monday that I didn't look forward to because of work. I genuinely get up earlier and I'm more excited and happy and fresh and, and more awake on the days that I've got jobs on yeah. than the days that I've just got to do paperwork or I don't have anything on that day. Yeah, it sucks. Drives me crazy. Do you <laughs> Have you been tested for ADD? <laughs> Fuck you. No, I'm serious. No, I, no, I haven't. I like, I'm exactly like you. I can't sit still. I can't enjoy myself on a holiday. I can't relax. I can't do nothing. I need to constantly be doing something, making myself better, improving. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something as simple as like doing my dream thing, I can't sit still and be still. So yeah, it's not a bad I thing, it's just ambition. But I went and got tested and I've got like 22 out of 23 indicators for, in, for ADD <laughs> as an adult. So now I'm prescribed my Dexies and yep. they do a treat, I'm man. sure you used to sell them. Um, no, I would never do that as a school teacher. Samantha <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, um, well, that's, I think that's the common sort of thing between all, all three of us. Like can't sit still. Energy. It, it's just um, you want to do it. I had a, I got a week and a half off work. Uh, just just gone and um, it's boring, eh? Well, <laughs> I fortunately <laughs> I had because I had this. I had a shitload shit to of do. to do. Yeah, and the the thing that I had often been talking about was when I do go full time, it will give me the freedom to be able to actually spend time with Steph and my my bub um, at night time, which I which it did, yeah. and I got that time. But then they, I was still drawn to like as soon as Steph went to bed, and I was like, 
fuck, I'm coming back to the office. I wanted to work, even yeah. though I'd been working all day. So that's how I knew I'd made the right decision. Mm. It is like an addiction. Mm. You, if you love it, you genuinely love it. You genuinely love it, yeah. It's it's addictive. And I think like um, it's having that purpose and that drive. And I spoke, I speak about this all the time and people probably get sick of hearing it. Um, but And I get worried that... that some people don't like what I say. I feel like because it, I think I think it reflects their own lack of action. That's their yeah, own problem. Yeah, absolutely. It, yeah. It's it's a defense mechanism because you're calling out something that might be something that they're slightly embarrassed about themselves. Like there are a lot of people out there that have dreams, but not a lot of people have the drive, mm-hmm. and they will sit there and go, "Oh, I can't because of this, or I can't because of that, and I can't because of this." Yeah. Well, you can. Mm-hmm. You just got to make the changes. But a lot of people don't have the courage to do that. Yes. Doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with them. Mm-hmm. at all but when you are speaking the way that you do which i quite enjoy all you're doing is shoving in their face that they haven't achieved their dreams yet and they get quite they can get offended by that but it's nothing bad on you yeah just that they haven't processed or made peace with the fact that they don't mm-hmm. haven't taken the step yet and, and i that, say yet also they some still people can. have never been told or have met someone and realized that they can you yeah. don't you know yeah absolutely we've talked a, about this i think it's important like coming from a with my mum being a really strong person and always encouraging me to take a chance, do whatever I wanted to do. But some people don't have that, man. So you don't actually, you're never exposed to having that, especially where we went to school, you know. Yeah, Yeah, we've had a chat about this as well. And that's what I mean by the like, the stereotypical jobs. Like there are so many jobs out there that kids can do these days that didn't exist when we went to school, that they weren't exposed to, that they weren't encouraged to do. Yeah. You can do, you can do pretty with reason. Almost do you can anything. almost do anything you want to do. You've just got to take the right steps and yeah. make the right choices. Yeah, and of course, it, it can be easier for some. Yeah, because if you don't have a kid or you don't have a family. Yeah, and it's understandable if you have a kid or if you come from and you money. can't do it for two years. Doesn't mean you can't do it in another two years time. Exactly, exactly. You and know? you're a prime, you know, prime example of that. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm a 31 year old woman. I would would have loved to have had a family by now. And a lot of people go, oh, you know, I envy your life and they've got three kids and I went to school with them. And I go, yeah, but Mm. you've got that whole other, you know, piece of life that I haven't had the privilege of having yet. To be honest with you, I am where I am in my career because I haven't had that. Because I am single and I am, to be honest with you, lonely over there. So when I come at home at night, I don't get to, you know, play with my daughter or, you know, hang out with my husband or, you know, do those kind of things. I sit there and chew on my thumbs. and Yeah, and the fact that I am by myself empowers me to go further forward because it forces I'm like, you I, to keep busy and yeah, to do something that you want to do for yourself. I don't know what else to do yourself. with my time sometimes yeah. or if, you know, if I do go through a breakup, my coping mechanism is to work, is mm. to look for my work, is to get busy, is to hold myself accountable. Right, what else can I do kind of thing? But I'm sure if I had a husband and family and I had lunches to pack, I probably Absolutely. wouldn't have been... You settle you know, and this, take, get comfortable. Like mm. it, the, the whole journey, is it something that for you guys, do you think there was like a moment where you just went, that's that's what I got to do, or do you think it just you've always had it in you from from the go, from the get go? Or well, my story is a bit different to Sam's because I'm not really anywhere near what Sammy's. You're on the way though. But you've always yeah. you've always been that sort of like every every time I would look on social media, there'd be something you'd be trying, like yeah. you'd be trying something different because you know deep down, like you probably do still enjoy being a school teacher. I love like, it, dude. That's it's it's awesome. But I don't want to quit um, school teaching for comedy. If I can do both. Yes. You know, I'll do both because I love going to school. I love teaching the kids. I it's think teaching awesome. is a fulfilling, probably, it's, it's quite a fulfilling sort of job oh, in, yeah. in that sort of sense. Well, and so it's that's... perfect for me because my day's broken up into five one-hour slots. So <laughs> I've got an hour and I know that's it. I'm done with an hour. You know how to work in slot times, don't you? Yes. <laughs> I'm smashing the slots, you know. <laughs> but it's perfect for me because I enjoy it, bro. There's teachers that just go to work like and 
hate kids. <laughs> it's like, why would you? Yeah, I have another one, man. Why yeah. would you? Want to drink? Um, yeah, yes. go to work if you hate Let's get kids. A drinky, drinky. Yeah, we'll pass uh, it over. Yeah. Keep uh, going. Keep yeah. Going. I apologize. Why would you go to school if you hate being around kids? It's like the number one thing. Before you want to try and teach somebody algebra or teach somebody gravity jumping out of a um, plane. Yeah. So. <laughs> get that down, yeah. <laughs> you need to be able to talk to the kids first, and you know enjoy their company because otherwise. You could be a bloody neurosurgeon and you're not teaching them nothing unless you actually win them over and, and like them. But yeah, I enjoy teaching, bro. Um, back to the whole thing. When did you know you wanted to do it? Yeah, yeah. So my story is a bit different. I'm like, obviously, I haven't quit my day job to follow mm-hmm. uh, comedy or, or whatever, um, which I love doing as well. And I still feel like I'm very illegitimate in the scene. It's a very weird scene, the comedy scene, but I do feel like I don't fit. I feel like is it is it very clicky? Yes, it's yeah. like being back at high school. Yeah, right. You know, but it's gotten better, to be honest. Oh, try being a female sports presenter. <laughs> yeah. You've never met anything more isolating. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Well, just listen to them before how you have to be a wag to get a job. You need a man to get a job. These a days, woman. yeah, I That's... think you have to be a wag, ex-Olympian, mm. past Miss Universe contestant, yeah. or social media influencer. Well, the amount of times I live, lose out jobs to people that have got more followers than me. Look, when when you look at it, Sam, they're the important things in life. Absolutely. You know? Fucking a footballer, achieving in sport, <laughs> and having people follow what you're doing. That's like the most important part of life. Yeah, absolutely. So, well, no, and it's when, bullshit. Like when I seen you in Bali last, we were chatting about it, and me, you, Sarah, and... And Steve and, and Bernsey and stuff, we were all having a yarn and we were saying, oh, you should go on The Bachelor and, and get yeah, that and sort of notoriety. And then yeah. I, f- I felt bad saying that because it's now I push the whole fuck the easy way, go the yeah. hard way and do what you got to do. And I, like, and and that would have been the easy way out for you to try, just try I and still, apply I, to I being reality TV. We should just go on and troll. And we, <laughs> we should, no, we should go married at first sight. Set each other up and just make absolute massive mayhem. Okay, so quickly segue. I just Can someone t- tell me what the fuck that show? Because I I don't watch it, man. Uh-huh. All I know is Innes is a cunt. It doesn't sit that's, well with mine. That's that's all I know. Innes is a cunt, and Jess. People don't like Jess's lips. I partied with Jess the other week. She was cool, man. She was a nice person. So I don't really know. Daniel, Daniel. Yeah, you can't talk. It doesn't know. sit Do well with it, my moral compass. My housemate absolutely lives for it. He thinks it's hilarious. He likes the drama. He likes watching the drama. Like it's a fly all on the wall. But I, I I can't do it. It doesn't yeah. sit with my moral compass. That Jess girl is. I don't. Have you watched it? Yeah, I told oh, you. It's so, in the background oh, all the time. Okay. She's. They're just, it just, yeah, but it, anyway, you're seeing what anyway. they want you to see. It, and know? I'm also in TV, so I understand it is quite contrived. Yeah. But it's still not nice. I don't think we should be putting that out there. Anyway. Well, as a marriage celebrant, <laughs> I can't really <laughs> get on board with it, man. I yeah. mean, I think it's horrendous. If I was it's to do it, a horrific excuse for a TV show. But anyway. My brother, um, Jamie, he almost got through to the uh, to Married at First Sight, and they wanted us to go on as a double. And I was like, Really? Uh, no chance. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't piggyback it. Like, honestly, if you got on there, it would be great for my comedy because I would have notoriety. I'd be able to sell my shows out. But then you'd be always known as... The, yeah. like, and whatever I did on there, you know, if I fucked up or if they made me look like a villain, like one of my mates, Michael, was on there. Mm-hmm. And he was... He's honestly... He was a, the, the guy that was a stripper yep. the last season. Mm-hmm. Hollywood. Do you know him? Nope. I try yeah. to avoid the show. So... He's one of the nicest dudes I ever met, mm-hmm. right? Super nice dude. And they portrayed him to be the biggest villain and piece of shit ever. When in reality, he's like giving, caring, like nicest dude. 
So I was like, no, fuck that. Yeah, oh, and like uh, the wife's good friends, and I guess they're my friends now. As the well. wife, eh? She has, the she wife, has a name or what? Stephanie. <laughs> um, Steph. Steph. Um, Steph uh, well, you'll understand why I'm about mm. Steph. Her friends Steph and yeah. Brett. Ah, oh, so the wife. Uh, we're on the yeah. the not the Bachelorette or whatever. They both were. What was that? Oh yeah, I know yeah, Steph. The, the Love Island, maybe. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. It? And they made Brett look like a fucking dickhead. Yeah. Like that. They, her and Steph, were in a um, in a bit of a uh, situation prior to it all happening. Um, and uh, just check down there. There we. Um, um, yeah, they they made them look. Terrible, like uh, like they had gone in knowing that they were sort of in a situation where. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. Maybe I'll just edit that bit out. Yeah. Um, no, nah, they had made Steph and Brett look like they had sort of organised this in advance. And what had happened was they had approached Steph and Brett, and they said, "Look, we're already in a relationship." And they said, "Well, that's fine. What we'll do is we'll play it a certain way, yeah, and and make it look like you guys end up whatever. I can't remember the exact details, and and then they end up sort of fucking ambushing Brett on during the show and making him look like he's gone on there with the, you know, she was meant to come on two or three days later, but they just made him look like the fucking idiot who was trying to get something out of this show, and and it really just uh, they just make they make you look like how you want, and if that's if that's what they were going to do to you and make you look like the villain or Sam, if you went on the, the bachelor and I, I dare say you'd probably be a very good bachelorette, but, um, sorry, kind of you. No, we did have this chat in Bali, remember? And, and you said, would I go on either? And, and I really don't want to sell out. I want to make it in my career off yeah. my own merit. But if I was to choose any, it would probably be the bachelorette over the bachelor. The reason being in the bachelor, you're one of 26 characters in a yeah. TV show. You are not 26 girls. Mm-hmm. They can make you out to be whatever you want and it could be detrimental to my character. Yep. I also know what I'm like with men. I'm very picky. I could walk <laughs> in and go, next. Oh, yeah, so unrealistic. As if unrealistic. 26 birds are keen on All the honey on badger. The same <laughs> like, no. You're not going to walk in and be like, no. yeah, honey badger. If he wasn't a rugby player, oh. there is no way. It's I actually so think him, I actually find him quite a fu- kind of funny. Yeah, he's funny as, but I'm saying there's no way if he wasn't an, a rugby player that 26 birds would be like, like, oh my God, I want to I wanna see, what's his name, 100%. Nick? 100%. Exactly right. Or even just a regular guy. He's just a normal dude they've picked on there to be the bachelor. And then all of a sudden, 20 absolute smoke shows are so keen. They're fighting and crying. And that doesn't happen, man. If he was just a regular dude at the pub and the girls knew no other girl gave a fuck about him, then they wouldn't give a fuck about him. There's a very high chance I'd walk in there and be not interested because I'm not interested in many. But then as the bachelorette, you already are Australia's sweetheart. That is the character that they create for you. So it would be great for my career. It's like going shopping on eBay. It's like (laughs) e-boy. Just (laughs) shopping for men. I'm so picky that I would walk in there and not one of those 26 (laughs) would do anything for me. And so it would be a waste of everyone's time. So it's a no from me for both. And, Love it. and I am going to make it off my own back. I've got to respect what Nick did, though, at the end, how he was like, you oh, know yeah. what? Nah. <laughs> 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 uh, that's good, man. I reckon that's... I agree. Because that's what I'd do. I'd be like, look, man, I'm not going to lie. That I'm would like, be me, too. I'd be the king. first bachelorette to be well, like, He liked no. um, old mate, didn't he, the bloody... Well, no. Brooke, I know Brooke, man. She yes. used to party with us back in the day. Yeah, mate. She was, she was a really nice person as well, dude. So, yeah. But before she went on, she was with a chick for like two or three years. Yeah, I had, so. I had like opposite info, intel about her, but my good mate is her ex-boyfriend. Yeah, so right. Well, there you go. Get it's always a sour taste. <laughs> well, she's always cool with me, man. So You're never going to get uh, good feedback it's from It's tough. you, you got to <laughs> not listen to what other people say about exactly. people until you meet them, you know. Uh, it's relentless. Because, you know, if we did that, 
Well, I the amount of times I'll meet people and I'm, they're like, I heard this, I heard this about you. And I'm like, <sighs> man, why don't you just ask me? Yeah. Like, I literally this morning scrolling through Facebook, don't do it too much because I'm trying to, you know. Never read the comments, Branchy. Exactly. Let me tell I you one thing. Comments, never read the comments. There was a quote this morning, uh, never make a judgment on someone from another person's opinion. And that's yeah, exactly, you can't. you can't do it. You, you can't. Because everyone has a different experience of everything. Everyone's yeah. day is different. Therefore, their experience of you mm-hmm. is different. Unless you know that that person knows you, like, Let's say Sammy and I, we know each other inside out. We don't. Mm. We, but don't. We're pretty we definitely don't. I think we might have packed in year 12 actually to get married if we... No, we were like if we hadn't lost our virginity by... Was it 30? We were going to... Oh, well, I'm in. Well, so, well, well I'm 31, so I'm fucking past. <laughs> well, I haven't lost my Vs yet. So, I mean, if you he's know anyone... Mm. He's a giant liar. Um, it's funny you say that, Sam. I'll see if I can find this... Um, this letter I wrote to oh, myself. Oh, mate, I heard this at the fucking at your show, and this is classic, actually. Yeah, I'll see if I can find it. Well, while you're finding that, I'm just going to segue slightly back to what you said before. Delby said that he's new in the comedy scene. He doesn't really feel like he's a part of it yet. From my perspective, it's like you are a, you're a startup at the moment. Yeah. Mm. And that's where you're at. Because you have to think of this, and a lot of people don't get it, is I am my own business. I am my own product. I am my own product manager. I'm my own accounts manager. I'm my own marketing manager. Yeah. I'm my own everything, and I run a small business. He's in startup phase, and that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Do you oh. know what I mean? You've got only up from here. You're a startup at the moment. You'll become a small business, and one day you'll become well, ultimately, an international business. I already business. am. I'm the one that has to go out there and promote myself. Absolutely. And you are everything. Fringe, it was me doing the marketing, me selling myself, nobody else, man. And people Mate, don't realize fucking, that. And like you've seen the results when yeah. you were doing it. It was fucking awesome that you Unreal. actually did it. And yeah. then you sell out every show. Was it every show? Every show. At Fringe. Weeks in advance. Oh, which is too, fucking incredible, yeah. man. Like that's um, like people strive their whole life to just get a show, yeah. let alone sell out but every I mean, show. The other thing is it's Fringe, you know. It's this place where it mm. is the Fringe. It's, it's the people on the edge, which is... You know, yep. but also if you go into it with a smart marketing mentality, and this is what I was talking to, I'm going to name drop here, Joe Avardi. That was a pretty big um, <laughs> spot for me on a Sunday. Yeah. I got to open for Joe I'll pick Avardi. that up. Hang on one second. I'm just going to pick yeah. that up. <laughs> I was going to actually name. talk about that, but let's talk but, about that as well after this. The yeah. Next so segue. all it is, is, and it's with anything, man, marketing, mm-hmm. smart, catchy thing that people are going to want to see. And then also be consistently funny or be consistently good at what you do so my shows over fringe every show i've had is sold out bar two mm-hmm. right which was none of that and when i say sold out it's not like i'm doing theaters or anything huge yeah um and i do sound like i'm bragging but fuck it i'm proud man i'm proud of what i've achieved you should it's, be it was 50 seat venues when i first started out mm-hmm. and i was selling them out because my show was called none of that yeah and then i did none of this yeah. Right. And it was me and my nonna on a tomato can as the poster. Mm-hmm. So straight away, people see it. They go, oh, I'm Italian. I'll go watch that. Mm-hmm. You know, so I've got market. And I spent money on marketing the show. Facebook ads. Facebook ads. In, I, this Insta. year I did Insta ads. I'd pay money. I get posters printed. I never did flyering because I didn't think that was, yeah. I don't think people actually respond to that. Nah. So, but some shows they do. But for me, I would put, a, a, you know, 300, 500 bucks. Fringe before last, put a thousand bucks aside to market, knowing I'm going to get it back because my marketing will work. 100%. But other comics will be like, oh man, Fringe is shit. I didn't make any, no one came to my show. And it's like, well, what's it called? Oh, it's called like Joe Smith stand up, or yeah. it's called David Bloggs Hour of Laughs. 
you know who's gonna watch that no one gives a fuck man your name's not Akmal your name's not yeah. Arj Barker you're not Bill Burr you're not some huge comic they mm-hmm. don't give a fuck about you man you need a catchy show name mm-hmm. and you need to spend money and promote yourself and then the tickets will come so yeah. luckily this year most of my marketing was done through Instagram I spent fuck all I spent like 200 bucks and I sold a thousand 1100 tickets yeah but it's smart marketing target your marketing have a good show when people came they would tell other people and the other thing was my show 30 years single literally my crowds were 95 percent women man <laughs> so i found a niche like my nonna's crowd that was 95 percent italians yeah this time i found a niche i wanted guys to come or mm-hmm. i wanted to be 50 50 but i think girls found it more interesting the dating world they were like oh i can relate to that what it's like being dating or what's like being single or getting rejected i like to hear that mm. so that was a really interesting experience having to do I would say out of the 1,100 tickets, I would say, no bullshit, probably 900 of them were women <laughs> without exaggerating. Yep. And so you learn pretty quickly what girls think are funny and what girls don't think are funny. So <laughs> saying that girls are bad drivers or anything in front of a female crowd is not funny, man. How so, many times do you drop the C-bomb um, in a female crowd? I do it one real solid one it's it's like a real strong punch line kids and uh, oh yeah <laughs> that's three, a, three times that's three times classic that's yeah favorite. so kids are cunts <laughs> that's a strong one then when the girl when i met the girl at the florida and i go what's your name she goes my name is what the fuck cunt yeah that's classic. she literally said that to me so i did that what? yeah, yeah. And Fuck. what a cunt. Yeah. <laughs> and then the last one is uh, when they think that carrot sticks and dip is wife material. And, and how's like, that received no, by the female crowd? Really well done. If, like, really well. If, you, if you're going to a, a stand up show, you go in there with an open mind. Yeah. And if you, you go have in there to, to I hate people heckle. that sit in the front row and they're like, oh, with their arms holding. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe you just said this. Well, oh. fuck off. Well, it's important you go to a stand-up show for them. Yeah, you do, can. you got to win them over in the first five or ten minutes yep. and then they're with you. And if not, then there's a fucking long road ahead. So. I'm so hard on com- on comedians. Uh, Stephen actually asked me in the car on the way to the um, airport if I'd heard your stuff. Oh, yeah. Talking about you and Jason, you Jason Wood. No, I've, I've seen your stuff on Facebook. Yeah. I've never been to one of your shows. Yeah. It's but different. I'm really like, I'm really picky when it comes to comedians. Like, I, I'm one of those people that can sit through a show and be like, I'm telling you, you would enjoy yourself at my show. I hope I so. I, re- <laughs> I, I reckon I would. Or would no. It might be strange because I know you. I'm well, not sure. but No, nah, be- it's better because you know me. Just don't. Oh, is it? Yeah, because. On that, saying what you were just saying before, it's the, the first five, ten minutes. Mm. Your opening the other day was reading that letter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You got, got this, yeah. Uh, this See, letter that. It wasn't a strong <laughs> opening, but it was funny. I, you know where it was? It was on your wall. Of course uh, it so is. From 2011. So, so good. We're good mates, yeah. guys. So. Delby was, uh, can I just, before we start, do you know how, <laughs> I'll never forget the first time I met you. It was on year eight camp. Do you remember this? Fucking oath, My mum was, my mum was on camp. She Where was, was it? Because I came this. in the well, fourth term. Point parent? No, it was in Hillary. I know your mum was on camp. Why do you think I was there? Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. <laughs> anyway. Delby. <laughs> Delby. <laughs> You just get this. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Delby, a little, how old were you? 12, 13-year-old kid was trying to impress my mum by balancing a Coke can on the underneath lip. Do you remember? Nope. <laughs> you had removed enough liquid from it that you could balance oh, it on yeah. the underneath the lip of Is the can. Is that not how you pull cougars or what? Oh, my Lord. I'll never forget it. Do you and know how do to you remember, do Do you remember year 11 camp where I chased you around because you throw jelly oh, on my yeah, head? Oh, yeah. You were so mad. 
You've never seen a more mad female. Yeah, he that threw was a green jelly on funny, my but I felt so bad. It was night time. No, but it was someone like else you, that got mad. I didn't like you, Sam, when I first got to Wanneroo. Oh, I still don't like you. So. <laughs> I, I, thought, I thought you were full of yourself. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. Well, uh, that's until, a common misconception. I never had that. In, I, I'll be honest. I never had that with Sammy. But, I thought Sammy was But that's that whole don't judge him. Yeah. That happens a lot, though. Yeah. But Really? Oh, you I? do look like a bitch. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> something I'm really working on. Yeah. Right, no, well, it's weird when you know someone, yeah, and you've got those feelings about them. But then if you don't know them, you do judge them based on whatever They're comes across. Man. Yeah. But I wouldn't look at Sammy and think bitch. Shank. I'd look at Sammy and think she's definitely got a hot mum at your right camp. <laughs> um, here we go. So it says here, just found the gayest thing ever. It was a letter to ourselves from year eight. All right. So as follows. We had to write this to ourselves to get back to ourselves in year 12. I wonder where mine is. Which they gave to us on Rottenest, if you don't remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually do know where mine is. To Where's Daniel. It? I have come from Wanneroo, Caversham and Lansdale Primary. <laughs> I am 12. My best friends are Josh Gillespie, Jesse Gregory, Matt Wagler, and Maitland Smith. <laughs> I remember Maitland. Maitland Smith. Yeah. Oh, how are you, Maitland? My goals <laughs> for the year are to go out with a nice looking chick. <laughs> I'm still never single. Dated. I'm still single. <laughs> Fuck. And you to are. get in a fight. <laughs> yep. Welcome to Wanneroo. My ambition is to be a pro footy player or a model. <laughs> so You could have been either. You why laugh in cute. my faces, Gus? Why? <laughs> I'm supporting you. It's not the, yeah. You could have been either. You're I know your path. Cute. I know your journey. So. I could have been a, um, a bag. No. A what? A hag. No, a hab. A husband oh. and boyfriend yeah. of a... Of a netballer, yeah, or a female, um, female hurdler. I don't, I don't have any concerns. And then, uh, you know what's funny? Actually, on the handwritten one, it said my goals for the year are to be friends with, and I crossed it out <laughs> and wrote to get in a fight. So, those of you who don't know Warner Senior High School, you pretty much graduate I get... with the diploma in a knife fight and how to pull a bong. Yeah. That's about it. Well, bongs, I agree. With. I didn't get in a fight until year 12, which I'll talk Who'd about. Who'd you get in a fight with? Tyrone Rodney. Oh, uh, yeah. Fucking Ty. Yeah. Was it to do with me? Uh, he was a good nah, mate. No, it was, um, he hit uh, a girl, Vanessa. I oh, think. yeah. I remember this. Oh, you yeah. don't hit a girl. Yeah. Tyrone did. It was weird because I was um, friends with him. I was in love with so. Tyrone. Yeah, yeah, that was good, mate. Do you remember that? Well, he yeah. was a good dude, man. And then, but then, I remember when he sort of went through that phase? Can we edit this out? Or no. <laughs> <laughs> so he went through a phase where, or just to me, and obviously this varies. Where mm. he was just trying to be like, uh, like hardcore, or whatever. And yeah. Then, yeah. But we all do that, man. Yeah. In high school, you go through that stage it. where yeah. you're like, I'm fucking gangster, yeah. bro. So I thought it was a good, dude. And we made up after it, like no hard feelings or whatever. But mm. when I seen him hit, um. That chick, then I was like, no, nah, that's not on. <laughs> so we ended up. This is normal a scrap. for us. Vanessa. You know. Do you remember her? Um, she was a year above us. She ended up. Oh, yeah, Vanessa. She's yeah, yeah, killing yeah, it, man. Remember. She's doing really well. Yeah, right. she yeah. She's, um, she's smashing it, eh? Um, I said, I don't have any. <laughs> just guys now. Oh, like, okay. Wood fist. Starting oh, rumors. Yeah. I don't have any concerns other than I might get suspended for being in a fight. That's it for now. And I write, no. Actually, I sort of like Angel, Kirsty, Chelsea, and Sam Riches in this class. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I finish it with, I want to punch my 12-year-old self in the nuts. So. That is so I'm good. I'm so glad I made that list with Angel. Read them out again. Angel, Kirsty. Yeah. Angel, Kirsty, Chelsea. And so that was Chelsea Proud. Chelsea Proud. Chelsea Proud. Yeah. Proud. She's Sam recently married. Um, married. Yeah, yeah, I did. Um, Cameron Stronach. I did Kate's wedding. Kate, yeah. yeah she, she was, was a maid of honor for that. Yeah. I filmed so. it. The others all have kids. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, everyone else does. So you missed that boat. Kirsty, Kirsty, Kirsty. Yeah, this was, I think it was. I don't remember Kirsty. Kirsty Arda, maybe. It was oh, Kirsty Arda. Arda. She's married with yeah. about four kids. Oh, I used to work for her dad. And Classic. Angel. Um, <laughs> remember Angel? Year she above was year us? above, yeah. Yeah. Bellingham is her last name now. Angel Bellingham. Oh, yeah. So. Mm. Um, Classic. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? That's classic Wanneroo, isn't it? You used to love her. No one to date. Well, never. Obviously, it never went anywhere um, with any of them. Because she's a bitch. Oh, Sam or the rest of them? Still talking about me. I'm sitting oh. right here. <laughs> no, we did make a pact if we... I think it was year 12 or year 11. Mm. We were late bloomers. If we uh, hadn't mm. lost our virginity, we were going to do it. But that right now makes me... Feel really weird. Like I would never. Weird is in pack. horny or weird is <laughs> in. No, weird is in weird. Uh. That's weird. Ah. Uh. Oh. Okay. What are you doing well. today? Both virgins. Should we go out the back and fuck? Oh, yeah. that, well, that's, that's weird because that's how I lost my virginity. <laughs> so he was a nice guy. I have mean, you seen, <laughs> have you seen that um that that show uh sex sexual education or sex education? Oh. No, nah, I've heard I've about seen it. Seen it, but I haven't watched yeah. it. Yeah, there's, it's very good. There's actually a, a girl who goes up to guys and just wants to. Get it done. She's like, yeah, right. Is it I would very much like to fuck. <laughs> good on fiction her. or reality? Hey, fiction or non? It's fiction. It's oh, fiction. okay. Well, I was going to say, where it's is good. this? It's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where is this so called? Where is this so called? <laughs> Balga <laughs> High School female. Balga High. Oh, Balga. That is the one. Not probably. everyone's going to know about Balga. Well, Balga's not. Balga. No, Balga's actually not. Do you know that what? Bad. Actually, it's an intensive English center now. Do you know what's interesting about of... this podcast? Fifty percent of my listeners were from United States of America, so really, they're not going to understand. I was going to say dick shit about this. How do they even understand? Right? Wonder Roo. They're probably going. <sighs> what? What? Sort of, what? what Roo? <laughs> yeah, they're like, is that a kangaroo's little a, brother? Or? Is that a yeah wallaby? We um, used to have a really interesting football song. Yeah, yeah I still sing it's it. Not as good I still, as a Kingsley one. I still play for that um, Wanneroo Kingsley football Kingsley works the same club. as West Bath and Melbourne. No, no, Kingsley's is their own. Like, no, that's the standard oh, one. Kingsley's is actually a really good yeah, song. That's good. I hate that's saying that because we're playing them this year. They oh, yeah, up, we get A's, yeah. My brother will be there. Oh, but we you. lost everyone, man. Andrew Fish has gone to West Coast. Yeah, was, and he's in the leadership group. Yeah, hanging out with him the other day, actually. So... Uh, and but then they've lost, I think, two or three days. So they, it's always a way you win a flag, you oh, move up, and then mate. you lose your good players. We've lost, I think we've got four from our premiership side yeah. two years ago. So like, we're, AFL we're is everything to people here in Perth. Yeah. Well, they lost the best player about 10 years ago when I retired. Um, <laughs> with your back. Yeah. <laughs> so unfortunately, mate. when I was 21, I retired with a 65-year-old back. Mm. Um, so it was pretty, pretty shit. And uh, AFL women's kicking skills. So Fuck <laughs> off. The women are great. No, they're not. Okay, you need to leave. <laughs> so, like football. I like, watch it. I made three grand on the women's footy, but the women's footy is going to be eventually. Incredible. Eventually, yes. It came in too early. It's My, they had to come in at some stage, and no one's yeah, ever graded now. anything when they started. Yeah, but 100%. it's going to be amazing. And in the beginning, it was made up of half athletes, half yes. people that played Auskick as a kid. Yes. Oh, yeah, the like, problem is Auskick finishes for girls at round at what fifteen or sixteen, and yeah. then there's a big gap before you can play against. Because they should 18. be being nurses and doing <laughs> fashion. <for them. laughs> they should be finding their feet so they can get closer to the. No, seat. but the thing about that was they needed to develop it. They should have developed it at grassroots first, got mm-hmm. a strong comp, and then bring in the AFL women's Did not you? have oh this girl she's great she's a former pro basketball player <laughs> oh and she handles this lady she is a pro a former pro pole vaulter it's like dude get some footy players that's why Erin Phillips dominates because she, she's fucking brilliant yeah because she can play footy oh. you know the rest of them have got no clue not that I shouldn't generalize like that no. half the team I would say without a generalization 
had no idea what was going on. And the other half, but they were athletes. You do have to start. Yeah, but you don't like Kerr. Uh, What's her name? Sam Sam Kerr. Sam Sam Kerr. She could come in and fucking dominate. Yeah, she's a soccer player. You know what I mean? Also, her brother's a gun. So yeah. she would probably would have been playing, <laughs> watching Daniel for, yeah. a, for a while. But do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you, I, and I totally agree with yeah. the whole like they were pole vaulters and yeah. fucking hurdlers Absolutely. and netballers, but they were athletes. Yeah. yeah not. So given it, now, you, you see the development. Well, you see the young girls coming through that can kick, that can handle. Yes. They know where to run. The so, one thing I will give the women, women respect for is they'll back into a pack without giving a fuck. Like they don't care, man. Yeah. The ball's coming in. They'll back in, arms up, unprotected, like. I don't know if that's because I haven't played as a kid and don't realize what's going to happen to you yeah. or if they're just... Now, I've got to ask Sam one I'm of these questions to, yeah, go for yeah, it. in regards to female football. Now, you probably haven't played, but this is just from a purely male perspective. Like, I thought getting like a, a good whack in the tit hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if you want to go I'm, there, I'll go there. Yeah, so, I tell you what, so, the I, week before, I can't walk down a set of stairs without a bra and without it hurting. So I don't know how these women do back into a pack yeah. with the fearlessness that they do. So and that's the thing. Like I mean, I, I played in wet weather football. You take a chest mark and and it can whack and it can hurt your chest. Like well, not hurt, but like it's it's a good sting. Does it hurt a woman to get a little? Little whack. Absolutely. So hurts. is that uh, like a girl pair, mate? Is that an? <laughs> I did. <laughs> is that an extra sort of thing? I guess. Oh look, I don't know how they do it. That's what I was going to say. I don't know how they do it. They I was do actually tackle just trying to. Hard. I was trying to look up a stat because I saw it on, um, I think Fox Sports off one of the um, platforms not long ago. The women's comp is about six weeks long. The men's comp is about eight months long. Correct. Mm. And the leader of the contested possessions stat is a woman by about 20 possessions Thank over you. Patrick Dangerfield. Yeah. yeah, I can tell you why. Because <laughs> it's the most congested. <laughs> because because no one can catch them all? Oh, no, not that. The ball's yeah, always on the floor and there's always people around because they don't know yet. They don't know yet. Yet. Yeah, good. Where to run, where, how to read the game. They'll get there. I tell you what, from my perspective, working because I worked the AFLW doubleheader a couple of weeks ago and it was quite nice from... And completely different perspective that I didn't expect. I had never gone to a game and I quite enjoyed it for a few reasons. I've worked at uh, the Geelong Footy Club for a few years now and the boys all know they've got to do post-game interviews. And so you go up to mm. one of them and if they've had a shit game, they're in a shit mood. And, and I'm not going to name names, but I'll go, Del, you want to come up for a chat, mate? And he'll go, oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely. I'll play for Geelong. Name uh, I'm names. not naming names. <laughs> He's actually lovely, but he was in a bad mood. You ask him for an interview and it'll be a big deal and it'll be a problem. Yeah, absolutely no worries. Let's get this over with. Like it's, they, they just, they can't yeah. be bothered because they think that they're superstars and I love them and a lot of them <laughs> well, have just lost a game. Gary Ablett is a superstar. Yeah, no. So Patrick, don't talk shit about Gary Ablett. Or Patrick Dangerfield. Or Joel Selwood. Okay, you can name the whole. Or Harry <laughs> Taylor. Or <laughs> Mitch Duncan. <laughs> and you haven't, you haven't hit or it on Tim the head Kelly, yet. Or Tim Kelly, for fuck's yeah. sake. They're no. a fucking boy. Or Dan, they're all Dan Menzel. Yeah. No, they're all great oh. and we're not. Do you know what? We were actually having a yarn before out there, before the podcast. And anyway. oh, do you know what? Your Jimmy Bartell, his daughter is Ooh. so nice. No, doesn't oh, have, he doesn't name dropping. Name dropping, eh? He's got two sons. Anyway, whatever. my point was, the, Son, the, the, ladies, was. the ladies are so lovely and so accommodating to things like that. And the crowd's different too. I went to a Richmond game once when Vickery was playing oh, and a spud. Richmond supporter... <laughs> A Richmond supporter was ripping shirts off of him in front Good, of his five-year-old he's son. he's a fucking potato, mate. See what I mean? You don't hear any of this at AFLW games. It's all That's because pos- we don't know the players well enough yet. Yeah. <laughs> I should never have started this conversation. Oh, I was shit. never going to win. Give it time, man. Yeah. 
No, if you want true equality, that's what you want. You want guys ripping on. You want people ripping on them. You want people ripping them for their skills, not because they're a woman. Well, it, it motivates you know? them. It will make them strive to fucking work harder. I think. Anyway, I not that we should be. If someone's heckling you from the sidelines, are you genuinely listening to his yes. feedback and going, okay. you know what? It makes maybe me play I better. Work on my kicking. It this makes week. me play better. Okay, it does. If, the, at the, local footy, you listen, <laughs> and then if you do something good, you turn around and go, "Fucking taste, mate." The greatest, <laughs> the greatest moment of. Aside from my debut uh, were of my football career, was it was in a reserves game of all things, and a person on the sidelines heckled me on the sidelines, said, "You're a has been, Branchy," <laughs> and I was like, "At least was I'm it, Mister Bibby?" <laughs> 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 no, but it just made me feel like, "Well, fuck, he knows who I am." So yeah. I was pretty fucking. I'm a somebody. Yeah, like I'm a never was, was man. Fucking, I'm a Resi player. That's gonna be a has been. Fist pump in the air. Yeah, that's know. good. Now, I don't like that the fact that women's footy is the same as soccer scores, man. It's like one mm. goal to two goals after three quarters. It sucks. <laughs> and you can't debate that fact, you know? Why do, question for you. Why do you think that is? Because their congestion. skills suck. Congestion, yeah. And I their disagree. Skills their skills don't suck. You think it's congestion. Their skills yes. do suck, man. Have you seen how many times? <laughs> yeah, so like when, the, when they handball and it misses a target. <laughs> or when the they court, kick. Uh, ten. I'll never ten. forgive Taylor Harris <laughs> for missing. I had, I love, a, I love a punt, a right? Punter. I had 50 bucks on her team to win by over 15 points. She marked it 11 metres out right in front. All she had to do was kick a goal with 900 bucks. She missed, man, from 11 I've metres out. I've seen some pretty awful shanks in the AFL from yeah, the Yeah, one lines, out of 120 mm. kicks. I'm going to send every single <laughs> one of them to you. No, but... Uh. Classic. Look. Anyway, I'm an NRL fan over at the AFL since moving Look, east. I went anyway. to. I've been one NRL game, and it was a game you were emceeing actually. Oh. Yeah, Melbourne Storm. Oh, uh, yeah, you, you were very good. Thank you. You did very well. Yeah. Um, Who were we playing? Now it was the first game of the season. This was. Like we would have won. Was it here ago. or over there? Yeah, you flogged them. Do you know how we? I know we've won. Uh, they're the, they're, won they were, and this is for, correct. Yeah. Seventeen years we're unbeaten in the first round. So yeah. this is where I was. I was, so a little like, I was a little confused about NRL. <laughs> okay. I thought Talk the NRL me. was... Sorry. <coughs> Ooh, oh, here we that's go. A, that's a... Jackie D's, baby. That's a Jax Daniels bet. Um, I was I, I was pumped to go. You know, Melbourne Storm. What's the stadium called? Amy Park. Amy Park. Beautiful. It was. It's a cool little stadium there. And I expected it to fully sell out by a very long way. And I went in. It was round one. Um, they were playing an arch rival as well, apparently. I don't know much too much about the NRL. And who, there was... Who was that arch rival? We it was playing? a nice AFL? sunny day. Uh, yeah. Sharkies? <laughs> oh, I can't remember. It was probably a sex scandal. Yeah. And Never. That, we've not mate, been involved. There would have been a good... It would have only been three quarters full, and I was just shocked. And it like uh, in in NRL's defence, it was like the 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 energy of the game mm. was fucking awesome. When someone gets on the break and and gets through, and Nothing the crowd just cool. fucking goes off. But like, if for what's the capacity for Amy? I think it's about thirty one for okay. Amy Park. So I feel like there was only twenty there. Now that twenty fucking sounded like thirty. It was Ooh. fucking big when they got up. But like it just Well it is didn't it three quarters out. full or a quarter empty? That's the question you need to ask uh, yourself. I think it was three quarters full. You know? Classic. That's where you feel <laughs> Classic Delby. Yeah, That's where you Delby. feel it. But you know what is that is that a, a is that Australia? Is that just You know Melbourne? what I reckon it is? Oh, and this Melbourne? is me just spitballing off the top mm-hmm. is where you're located compared to the field. Mm-hmm. So all, <laughs> all, all of your crowd is focused on the sides, 
Yeah. Yeah. So you got twenty thousand people (laughs) spread in this small area, Mm. closer together than a footy game. Yeah. Yep. So it's gonna feel bigger. Uh, Are you questioning why it wasn't sold out? Yes, that's what I'm questioning. Well, in that case, I've completely missed the point. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know why wasn't there people getting the game? And this is a great game. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. What they needed was (laughs) what they needed was was an MC (laughs) that was a wag. Or that had a social media following. Correct. Had they then it would have been sold out. That makes sense. Better. Don't they understand? What are they going to get through Branchy, their heads? this is a question that I've asked myself for the past. This is my eighth season with the Melbourne Storm. Mm. And if there was an AFL team or an international soccer team that were was as statistically as successful as Melbourne Storm has been over the years, their fan base and following would be outrageous. The yes. problem with Melbourne Storm and the problem that they face and they're going to face for years is they are situated within an AFL-dominant city. Mm -hmm. I've just recently travelled to both country New South Wales and Brisbane. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that I noticed driving around there, I actually was having this conversation, when you drive or you travel from the top of Italy to the bottom of Italy, same country, completely different. I'm doing that in June, That would be amazing. Mm. It's completely different from the food to the... Here we go. If you are watching this, Delby's just stripped off unnecessarily. Delby's taking his shirt off. (laughs) From the top of Italy to the bottom of Italy, it's vastly different. However, when you go from one capital city in Australia to another, there's not much different. But the one thing that you will notice that's different, you drive around Perth or Melbourne, you will see ovals with four sticks. You drive around Sydney or Queensland, you will see ovals with two sticks and a crossbar. And if you drive around Wanneroo, you see people selling sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what? I actually, I drove up the coast of Queensland two or three years ago and I did notice that. That's my point. It's from grassroots is ingrained in the people of New South Wales and and Queensland to follow rugby and rugby league. Whereas over here in WA, you don't even have a rugby league or Mm. rugby union team anymore. Well, did you not know you went to high school with Mr. All-Australian? What, uh, Sam Glasheen? Sam Glasheen. Sam Glasheen. <laughs> yeah, from Rugby Union. What are you talking about? Oh, sorry, no. Newcastle yeah. Knights? He was league, he was league, yeah. New- Newcastle Knights? Yeah, he trialled there. Trialled? Trialled there. On the 21. All Australian and couldn't like they even have get no... on the list. It's not very nice, is it? <laughs> well, he, like, I don't know. I don't no, know he, what... he blew his knee out. Yeah. Being too fat, Sam, oh, if you hear this. That's correct, Samuel. Samuel. <laughs> but they're, not gonna, they're never going to win. They're never going to win in an AFL dominant city. Yeah, they'll be great, but they'll never be the greatest. Mm. As much as that hurts my heart, because I love the NRL. Well, I like, I quite like NRL as well when I've got a bet on it. Yeah, so um, <laughs> but I had a very big what multi. If I, I do take enjoy my it. shirt off. I had a very well, ratings big, go through. <laughs> I had a large multi on last year. Now I, I didn't put bugger all money on it, but it was Eagles, West Coast Eagles into Melbourne Storm. Ooh, and I put it on very Ooh. early in the season Ooh. when Ooh. Eagles were paying fucking buckets. Yes. Let's not I talk about we this. And, I'm not ready. And Melbourne Storm were not. Ready. And do you know what? Uh, it was a cash out bet. Yeah, <laughs> did you cash out or not? You let it ride. No, I let it ride. Let it ride. And that Melbourne Storm stopped. fucked me. Yeah. They. Fucked me. I told you I'm not ready. Yeah. I had people texting me at halftime. Fucking what cash out. What was it out. paying? Um, it was like for for a fifteen twenty dollar bet. My yeah. It was hurts. paying like three or four grand. For wow. It, My heart's it was like a big one. Wow. Oh, I'm not ready to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> that oh, my heart's good, man. I was at the Eagles grand final. Boy, I had 500 bucks. No, 700 bucks on the nose. No, 500 bucks on the Eagles on the oh, nose. How good, though? Like, it was so good, bro. Nah, it was actually not good at halftime. I'm was, working on getting... At quarter time, I wanted to sort of just be like, this is horrendous. I'll yeah. catch you later. Yeah. My first ever grand final. <sighs> and this is what they dish out. Well, mutual mutual mm. friend... Of the West Coast Eagles, Mark yeah. Hutchings. Oh yeah, he was supposed good... to. He was supposed to come on the podcast, yeah. and then West Coast actually shut it down and said no more third party. Uh, 
from everyone podcast. That's oh, probably because look, I don't know if it's everyone, but I'm 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 a no one. So because um, my mate Buddha, he does yeah um, yeah the, yeah, the, and he gets the Nick, Nick, Nick Nat on yeah. But I'm pretty certain Nick Nat's actually part of the stuff on. So that. he's allowed to do it all. Yeah, um, yeah, right. Hutchie's a legend, man. That guy's one of the nicest dudes. Yeah, he's a fucking ever. He's good, good lad, good yeah. lad. Mark, I'm still gonna push for you. But the good thing, <laughs> you know, you Just know, come what, on as a you know what a, the good thing is. Uh, Reasonably good acquaintances with uh, Mark Cra, so yeah. he's retired. So yeah. owes dick shit to Are your West Coast. Pardon? You mates with Lecker? Yeah. No, yeah. I I never get my experience with Lecker though. Neither was... will I actually. Not your experience, my experience. Right? Uh, ah, yeah. well, I was um, a medical trainer at the West Perth Footy Club when he was playing for them. Oh, were you? I don't remember that. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> and I would have been freshly eighteen. Mm-hmm. And you call a stretcher, the, the players off for the rest of the game. And I didn't realise this. And he was down and out. He'd been knocked out. His mouth guard had fallen out. So, oh, and I was shit. on the other side of the field. And I put my hand up to call a stretcher. By the time it got across the field, Lecker had woken up and pretty much spat on me. He was <laughs> so fucking mad that I'd called a stretcher on him because it meant he couldn't have played the rest of the game. So he walked off mm. out of protest, yelling things at me. Because he'd come too and thought Sounds that he like was fine. Sounds like a good dude. That, that, I'll tell you my experience. He's actually lovely. I'll tell you my experience with him. that was my experience with him. And I was yeah. freshly 18 and very scared now, at the time. you tell me your experience with Lecker. I'm 99.9% sure this is an accurate memory. Okay. You are the father of his child. I am not the father. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was playing Colts when I was 16. So I was playing up for Subi. Mm-hmm. One of my rare highlights oh, wow. before my body exploded. Oh, wow. Yeah, beauty. Because you were a man-child. Yeah, I was a man-child, yeah. Um, and he was older than me. I think, was he 17 or 18 at the time? He's two years older than us or one? He's one year. One year. Yeah. So I'm playing on him in the goal square mm-hmm. and someone's having a shot for goal and I was grabbing... I didn't know who he was. Were, sorry, no what? Idea. I was not For the players at I was, home, looks like I was like grabbing his jumper, mm-hmm. just making sure he couldn't jump and sure. he hit me mm-hmm. and then I bumped him. He's like, what the fuck? Don't I? And then I was like... <laughs> I was like, what are you, what are you, what's your problem? And he goes, don't you know who I am? <laughs> so we've both and had I'll, great experiences. He's like, actually lovely. I go, I don't give a fuck you. He goes, I'm Mark McCraw. I'm getting drafted. I said, well, you're getting fucking towed up by a 16-year-old, mate. <laughs> and that was my experience with him. I was like, fucking, who's this dude? That's so funny. But from what I hear, he's he a legend. All studio, my mates think he's a fucking He's actually, he's, he's quietly spoken. Role. He's actually quite nice. Look, yeah. I played Colts with him. Unless and, it was um, Nathan Fisher pretending to be Mark Lacroix. And <laughs> <laughs> I played I Colts footy with him, and I uh, and I'm very, uh, I'd say, re- very good mates with his brother Brent Lacroix as yeah. well. And um, and we're working on getting him on with uh, his cousin Tyson Lord, who I used to live with, and they created a a, a new innovation, innovating game. Innovation. Innovation. Uh... Innovating game called uh, Fugit. But that's neither here nor there. We'll discuss that when we come. What? But Sounds good. Yes. Yeah, Google that. Fuck it. Um, at Fuckit, if anyone wants to have a little mm. look at that. But no thanks. Like I'm Lecker, very busy. Like he, um, he, he's checking the scores. He's, he's seen, checking the footy scores. What's yeah. the d- he was the one who really kept me out of my first debut games when mm. I was younger. Because now, like, this is not his fault at all. Because he was absolutely fucking chopping it at West Perth level. Kicking three to five goals a game and getting, you know, 20 to 30 possessions every game. Absolutely knocking the door down at West Coast. But their midfield and ha- half-forward line was, was you know, Chris Judd, Daniel mm. Kerr. Um, th- th- 
mate, it was just like it ben was Ben Cousins, oh, Michael Braun, ben, Michael Braun, like, and you know, like, I think it was Armstrong was that sort of. Oh man, he was that little scrag. That, yeah, he that, was the one who would he he would lose his position to probably Lecker at the time, you know, and and that was the one. But like every time I'd get named emergency or get get close to playing my first league game, I'd be absolutely ecstatic. Yeah. And then Lecker'd come back from the Eagles, and I'd be like, Are you fucking prick, and and but. He's um, just off fishing these days, isn't he? Mm, that's all I hear on 6PR. Mate, up in Cervantes. I won't judge him, man. If he's a good dude, I hear he's mate, a good he's, dude from He's remember. lovely. He's My lovely. experience is a 16-year-old piece of shit. You heard the letter I wrote <laughs> to myself, man. Like, <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> hell am I? Mate, he's, he's a genuine legend. But, like, uh, we're trying to get him in. I'm, I'm on to Dennis Cometti. I'm going to try and get him on. Um... I vaguely know Dennis. Through yeah. Dream big, things. brother. Dream big. Write uh, it down, bro. Danny Green. Got um, Danny Green on nice. the on the cusp, which is good. Um, I met actually just randomly met Mitchell Johnson the other day. Didn't drop it the other day, but he'll jump. I reckon he'll jump. He comes Sit down. To, no, no, Mitchell Johnson, fast bowler. Fast bowler. He's, oh, he Mitchell always Johnson, comes down yeah. to Kingsley. Who am I thinking he trains of? at Kingsley. Yeah, he was saying that actually. Yeah. We had sort of. He came to our comedy nights. Yeah, yeah. Had a coffee. Said I was of. probably the best comic he's heard in a long time. So <laughs> I can reference. You know. Well, we we sort of had a, a vague conversation. And I dropped the podcast. You know, oh, you should have just dropped my name, mate. And then I just. <laughs> I just uh, I just let that sort of sit, but I'll, yeah. I'll get on to uh, a mutual... Well, what do they got to lose? they got a, nothing to lose. A mutual friend. What's your um, views? Like? I mean, who cares about some Monaro crew? But like, <laughs> what's, your, what's your listens? On this? Yeah. Uh, it's hard. You can't really tell on Anchors. Um, what's you can't, an Anchor? Is anchor, like is my, anchor is my partner and host that Ooh. I use. Shout out to Anchor. Anchor. Shout out I might even anchor. put an ad I don't on. like that, man. They're like, sounds like they're weighing you down. They should be called like Balloon or something. Balloon. Like, <laughs> we're going we're gonna to bring you up, you know? Uh, if anyone wants to see Delby's show, that's what it's like. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's not groundbreaking. But nah, it, it it's all charisma. Gig- it gives but you it's good. It gives yeah. you a giggle. Mm. It gives you a giggle. That's what you want. Warm fuzzies. But that's... I'm a bit tipsy off this Jack. Yeah, well, mate, like we've gone through almost a whole this bottle. This reminds now. me of being 16. Yeah. Bottle yeah, of Jack Daniels. Hey, I never drank when I was a teenager. No. I didn't drink until I drank on two occasions when I was a teenager. Yeah. Wanneroo show. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. That's not even a joke. And New Year's. Oh, and Australia Day. Yeah. Three occasions, I lie. What One thing I miss it? about WA is Australia Day. Melbourne, oh, Melbourne doesn't God. do Australia Day. Tell me about it. He's been stuck in Melbourne. I want to fucking kill it. Melbourne is un Australian when it comes to Bro, Australia Day. Really? Oh, you oh, don't understand, man. I was there last year for my back surgery. Yeah. Last year or year, year before? before? Horrible. Horrendous. Hor- not even. It's embarrassing. Dude, I was with Sam. I hit up don't every person bother. I knew and I'm like, what are you doing? They're like, oh, nothing. Like, we're just they don't do anything. The out. first year I moved there, I ended up going to a vegan barbecue, which is Fuck an oxymoron yeah. in so, itself. A vegan it was, barbecue? What are they doing? Cooking lettuce. I had How just seen that? a heap of berry platters. <laughs> it was outrageous. <laughs> it's not even a barbecue. It's I just did, a vegan I did go cold vegetarian grill. for a year there. So we won't talk about that. We don't judge you. I tried it for my back and then I realized I got a fucking four centimeter gash in the disc. Horrendous. Mm. It's no good. Basically, just don't come to Victoria for, for Australia, Australia Day. Me and Sam ended up just sitting at home for till not, me, not this mother Sam, Sam, Sam Mr. Australian, till like <laughs> six o'clock drinking piss at her house. Actually, really? was it yours? Yeah, we're at yeah, your house. Yeah, um, sinking piss watching the cricket because there was nothing to do, man. It's then we went out. Yeah, it was so bad. I'd say don't judge, but do. That's upsetting. Yeah, it was I mean, real. I've always called it Triple J Hottest 100 Day. Yeah, but it's not anymore. That's the 27th. Yeah, I know. It's the, the, the first Saturday after or something, isn't it? Cute, guys. Yeah, let's not get into that. Yeah, we, 
I love Triple J, and I love their hottest 100 you, day. Now, are you doing oh, that as a little segue yeah. to you did the old bet easy for the Triple J hottest 100? Oh, that, can I just read you? This is what I was talking about. Never read the comments. Confidence, baby. I'm going to read you the comments. <laughs> Never heard that song until The so, comments. Uh, wait, listen to this troll, oh, I which I actually laugh Excuse at Excuse me, trolls. I'm sitting right here, mate. So first of all, don't read the comments. Second of all, <laughs> if you do, make sure you bring your humour along. I posted this photo and perhaps we'll post it online. Anyway, you can see. Just me sitting on the couch. We did a little show yeah, for Bet Easy yep. about the Triple J Hottest 100 <laughs> market movers. Obviously, Bet Easy are an employer of mine and they're fantastic, but they are a gambling agency. Fuck you. Doesn't mean gamble that I gamble. <laughs> it doesn't mean that I gamble and everyone's entitled to their own decisions and opinions. Fair enough. <laughs> are you ready for this? This is, this is like this is the trolling that I get all the time. So it's just a photo of me in front of the Triple J Hottest 100 logo. It mm. doesn't have anything to do with gambling. They wrote on the post, <laughs> Hey, I have two snails in my backyard. Want me to get them to race and you can promote it for Crown Bet? Maybe make more pi- people's lives miserable through excessive gambling. Ah, like how you put on... Dick. Like how you put on jeans and a jacket to fit with the theme of pretending to be 23. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, 23 is too old. Don't you remember what ABC told you? (laughs) Get a real job. And I didn't write back, but he wrote get a real job. So I thought I'll check out his page, right? And um, the only thing that he's got on his page after telling me to get a real job is a picture of a road worker and it says does (laughs) fuck all. (laughs) So he's promoting doing fuck all, right? We'll oh show you that my. as well. It's a real oh, job. Then I didn't write back. So then he writes for me, which I still find amusing. Samantha, can you tell me the odds of you dying alone? <gasps> oh, man. I love a good troll. So I laughed at that as well. Anyway, that was in January when the Hottest 100 was on and we love a good troll. I landed in Perth and I've obviously popped on is my... Where's he from here? I popped on my story that I was in Perth. This morning, he, oh, sorry, yesterday at 4.30, he messaged me on private message. It's in my unread messages. Oh Fuck you. <laughs> he said, would you like to make $2,000 whilst in Perth? Whoa. Now, we can have a wild guess at what he's implying here. Obviously, he wants to hire you for an ABC Kids show. Because, because I'm not too 23 old. 23 is not too old. What the fuck? Anyway, that's why you don't read the comments unless hey, you're thick him, skin. Just go, I don't, but my mate Delby does. Let's <laughs> see what happens. We should do it on the show. I'm keen. Anyway, the comments are outrageous. Trolls are fucked, but they're going to come with you, with your industry. So when you guys get bigger and you guys are big sorry, deals. Dad, sorry, dad sorry what? I'm <laughs> fucking huge, bitch. <laughs> I cannot imagine how you the celebrities deal cuss. with that. But I just laugh at them. Yeah. That's quite funny. It's obviously that's, hurt you. Otherwise, well, you wouldn't have bought it up. Do you know what? <laughs> that's, 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 that's part of that. Like we talked about this earlier, the, the like they're reflecting their lack of action. So they're seeing someone who's actually changed... You know, like yeah, that's him. all it is, man. And, and they're, they're sort of it's angry that they haven't done them, done anything themselves. And I think that's like um, you got to, if anything, just have empathy for those sorts of people. Like, just you got to almost feel you gotta what see where situation are they in to have to like go onto someone's profile yeah. and actually. No, you do have to see where they're coming from, man. Because at the end of the <laughs> day, you look, hilarious. you look at like, all right, what's this? Why would this guy say it? Some people just say it because it's funny. Mm. Some people are like fuck it. I'm He's just going to be a troll, man. and I do but like those. In guys, this case, those ones you know though when yeah. they're just fucking. In this trolling. case, this guy obviously has a mad crush on Sam, and he's trying to do. Right. It's serious. He's trying to do the whole keep. Yeah. Is it, Do you think it's got anything to do with a very? That's the first promiscuous thing. Promiscuous 
photo you put up yesterday. Ooh, well, I like that come photo, in, Come into my office. The I did red. like it. I double tapped. It's step into my office. And why doesn't anyone get it? <laughs> come from... into my office. <laughs> <laughs> whiz. No Righto, Donald Trump. <laughs> something <laughs> about Mary? <laughs> real fake news, Trump oh, over there. Oh, fucking real fake news. Step into my office from something about Mary. Step into my office. Why? Because no. you're fucking fired. Yeah, I get it. That's one of my favourite scenes of all time. I did yeah, that in and drama. why does no one get it? I did that in... Only d- one person on my Instagram. Everyone else was but like, I oh, don't. you look great. I'm like, what about my caption? That was way better than the photo. Yeah, that's that's what girls care about more than anything oh, I've noticed is captions. I didn't understand. <laughs> Legit. Girls are like the caption. They'll put a photo <laughs> just oh, the for the caption. Wait, the caption... Just the for the caption. The photo. You were there. You were there I in have my a year that? twelve drama class where I? I reenacted that yes. whole scene. I know. Step into my office because you're fucking fired. So I'm why didn't you get it? Eight minute abs. <laughs> I'm no, no, what? Six minute abs or whatever exactly. it is. Something yeah. about I'm spewing. I wanted to do drama with you. With well, not with you guys, we but just it. in general. <laughs> cool. Yeah, well, look, like chemistry was on at the same time. I had to make a conscious choice mm, what okay. I love or what was a prerequisite. And I chose what was a prerequisite. Later in life, I chose what I love. Mm. So, Always follow your heart, kids. Mm. Always. Well, look, uh, I, and uh, I, think, I don't know if we should bring this up on the podcast, but yeah. it sounds like I missed out on some extracurricular activities <laughs> in drama at Wanneroo, boy. Oh. <laughs> Explain, Cameron. No, we won't because you Explain. have to definitely edit this out. Well, Cameron was giving out handjobs for $2,000. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. $2,000 we'll, we'll go with that. Messaging <laughs> people on MySpace like, how would you like to make $2,000? That is no. so, <laughs> so much. We can't talk about that. Yeah, that is, is that incorrect? What was that? Is that incorrect? Fake news? No, it's real fake news. You gave no, out a handjob. No, that's fake yeah, news. Yeah, that's fake news. But what we were insinuating, we will not talk about because that is we can't, far do you more... Talk, con- should we talk about it and then edit it out? Just so Sammy knows? Yeah, let me in. No. Or we'll do it after? Yeah, we'll do it after. Okay. We'll definitely do that after. Now we're gonna it's going to be very obvious that there's something Contra- Stevie's going to be like. Okay, I'll just insinuate there's a controversial teacher. What? <laughs> oh, God, we're going there. No, we're not, <laughs> we're going, going, there. We're not going there. And we're going there. She no longer lives in Australia, so yeah. it's, it's... The all... sports teacher. She was Canadian. No, no, no Miss Me. Miss no, Me. She no, was, no, no. She let's was... not throw out names hey, and conjectures. I'm just going to chuck that. Miss and me. smear the good name of any other... I can't remember which teacher that was, but the one you're talking about, but she was pretty cute. I can't remember. Hang on, what? No, nah, but that's who not who we're talking was about. I? We're not talking... Anyway, let's carry on. Probably in the library. Not in the drama club. Probably in the library. <laughs> Look, okay, we'll get on to a... Uh, a I... And uh, segway, segway, segway alert. Um, we'll go to because what we just spoke uh, about has been cut out. Yes, and so, I missed out, so I'm going to find out off air. So we'll talk about that off air. But um, the thing, uh, uh, look, the main reason I got you guys on today is you're both people who have because we're cute. You, well, this this is one thing, but the the purpose that you guys have and and the drive that you found, and I, I think that's a really big thing, and that's something I push all the time in my vlogs and yeah. stuff like that. I think it'd be interesting for people to find out um that i actually think so my whole journey began um myself i guess about four or five years ago so now i started on this media journey uh, of chasing my dream uh about two two years ago but about five years ago i actually started sort of trying to change my life i guess in a certain way and um i think i started looking into the likes of of Carl Jung, do you know who, who he is? And Alan Watts and these sorts of guys. And they're very... Jung, I don't know Watts, but... Uh, Jung, and, and he's like the father of psychology. No, no, Jung, and, but yeah, Watts, and yeah. Um, Alan Watts is just a theologian, very... And I sort of just listened to a lot of their sort of stuff and 
and and it got me onto the path of um, what a lot of my close friends understand uh, that I started to really get into Buddhism and and that sort of I got me uh, got me onto the path of trying to improve myself and and then and and uh, yeah I sort of identified with that probably the most it wasn't like i became a buddhist but you're tra- i identified you're trans-religious yeah i sort of just <laughs> identified identify i identified with is- with buddhism the most i think they've got the best overall Peaceful. overarching message. message and values and yeah and know. so through through looking into that i started this journey i reckon and, and it got me onto that whole like um like why are you here what's the meaning of life that sort of thing and i started looking into that and then after a while I got. I sort of just came to the conclusion: there's no purpose or meaning to life at all. Ooh. And Unless now that one. seems contradictory to what I've always pushed, which is, you know, you've got to find a passion, you've got to find a purpose in life to make your life feel happy. The thing is, like, I, I've now started to look at life like a song or a, or a dance. Now, stop. I don't want to get too deep and, and theological here. But no, like, right. Let's do another one and we'll talk about this. Yeah, okay. We'll do some deep shit. Yeah, good. Because I'm, I'm with you on this. I I'll, ca- I'll, ca- I'll, I'll carry on. I'll carry I love on. it deep. Oh, Bef- hello. Before I look... <laughs> Step into his office. <laughs> um, I think, um, like, it, yeah, as in a, we'll use it as a, I guess some sort of an, an example like life is a dance or it's a it's a song and which means there's an end to that song or there's an end to that dance um and people go through life and they're working towards that end goal and they they, they think they're pushing towards something and there's always that end vision in sight yeah but I, I i found that after a while if there's if you don't enjoy the dance itself and you just fast forward the song or go through the the dance itself without actually being in the dance and enjoying the song what's the fucking point so exactly i i consciously made a decision to just if there's no point to life and 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 the end is going to be there no matter what why not just create the most um enjoyable enjoyable experience that i can possibly experience now whether i do think that Low points and bad things are very uh, valuable in re- in regards to the, the way you sort of you grow as a person, and that's the whole experience. You know, you can't experience the lows without the highs because um, if you don't experience those lows, you don't know what those highs feel like. You don't have anything to sort of you know put them against. And um, yeah, I guess what I'm saying is that you have to enjoy the journey. Now, a journey insinuates as an end. But it's the climb. It, it actually is. Yeah. And That's what I'm saying about my career, babe. It's yeah. not. It's not where I'm going to. What What are you trying to achieve? Yeah, and I'm I s- enjoying myself along the way, and that's not <sighs> you, right? And yeah, I see I- these people who like l- literally live to retire. So fuck that- why that. fuck that, man? Re- why not live <laughs> and act like you're retired? Right? Why not enjoy yourself right now, man? Exactly. People always message me, and go, yeah. "Fuck you, live the life." I would like, hate to really. When you're yeah. retired, you're fucking sixty-five. What are you gonna do, man? I'm not gonna go fucking Northbridge and p- get like <laughs> fucked up. Exactly. Like, why not enjoy shit that you're doing now? Hey, exactly. That's a bad example. Northbridge sucks. Going yeah. out sucks <laughs> now. But I mean, you're not gonna be able to do what you physically can now when you're younger. But what you said about the lows to experience the highs. My whole. Mm-hmm. My whole life changed when I went and traveled um, Europe. By Canada. My, yeah, pretty much. When I went and traveled uh, Europe, lived in Canada harsh for a bit pig. when I was... Harsh pig, buddy. When I was 25. But I, I just by chance got given this these books by a friend of mine in London. And without getting too deep and spiritual, it was basically saying... 
the book I read, it went into, delved into like a bit of Buddhism, a bit of uh, soul, a bit of karma, a bit of fucking um, reincarnation. What was the book? It's called Journey of Souls. Okay. So Heaven on the list. Yeah, on it's a good list. it's a good read. Add it to my audible. It's a real good, <laughs> real good read, right? But basically it's saying no matter how bad something is, and this is probably in the secret as well, mm-hmm. no matter how bad something is, it's only bad because you view it as bad. Mm-hmm. Right? Perspective. No Perspective. matter how fucking it could be the word my mum could die tomorrow, right? Do not touch God wood. God bless her, yeah, I love it. Touch wood. Mm. And at the time, it will feel like the worst possible thing that's ever happened to me. But in maybe six months' time, maybe a year's time, maybe five years' time, maybe 10 years' time, mm-hmm. if that hadn't happened to me, the good thing later on in life yes. would never have happened, mm-hmm. right? Or the lesson I've learned or whatever it is would never have happened if that bad thing. Now, you're never ever going to have a bad thing happen to you mm-hmm. without later on in life, and who knows what the time frame is, realizing fuck if this didn't happen to me then this good thing later on wouldn't happen mm-hmm. and that's helped me a lot right with no matter i've had some fucked up shit happen to me man and no matter how bad it is at the time and it's what got me through a lot of hard times is you just know i don't know how long it's going to take but something positive is going to come from this negative Absolutely. and not only that you can learn from those yeah, situations. 100%. You can you can dwell on it and be like, man, this fucking sucks. This is the worst thing ever. And if you're like that, then you're going nowhere. Mm. You can do that for five years. What are you gonna? It's happened, man. Absolutely. It's, done. it's like it's, I I often relate this to people complain a lot, right? People in a tourist world complain. <laughs> Love <right>? a complaint. <laughs> you sit in a cold bath and complain. Fuck, the water's cold. Yeah. So get out. Mm. Either get out the bath or turn the hot tap on. Because sitting there complaining yeah. about it's not going to change. Fuck all. That's or a great make a change. Or just think about the poor kid in fucking Afghanistan yeah. that doesn't have fucking water at all. Exactly. Like. <laughs> get out the bath and stop complaining about it and yeah. get on with your day. Or turn the hot tap on. Yeah. You sitting there. Some people the that can't, cold? they can't get past it. They can't. So get I'll over give themselves. you a hand. Find someone that will give you a hand yeah. out the bath because I'm sick of hearing about you complaining yeah. and not doing anything. But there's some people that it. won't do that, and that's the thing. They've either not been taught, or they haven't learned, or Correct. they haven't figured they don't that realize. out. You can try help them, but end of the day, when I meet people like that, you can try help them. And if they don't want your help, fuck it. That's your problem, man. Mm. Catch you later. You can try, and if they don't want it, if all they want to do is dwell on the negative shit. Let them do it, man. Like, offer your help. Like, hey, look, I know you're going through a tough time right now, but something, well, it's the worst, isn't it? Okay, look, I know it's the worst. And it's okay. Here's it's okay hand. to go through the worst. Do you want to get out the bath? Mm. But you're allowed to grieve. You're allowed to feel sorry for yourself. You're allowed to be like, this sucks. 100%. But when you dwell on it for like, mm. I don't know, Bath's there's no specific amount of time, yeah. but after a while, you got to be like, all right, that happened. Let's deal with it. Let's move on. And yeah. if you don't, then you get stuck and you've fucking, life sucks for you, man. You know? It's I read a book. I can't. I, um, I'll send it to you. It's by Peter Barrett, I think. Look at it's all the books series. that Wanneroo people read. Book, book, book. I've got a book, book to mention in a second. You've got to I don't remember the name, but it's in a series. But there was a quote Harry in Potter. there. <laughs> <laughs> it was about a girl who lived under the stairs in Melbourne. And <laughs> fuck you all. Anyway, the, the quote <laughs> in it has resonated with me for a very long time. Talk shit, get hit. No, it said, like a palm tree in the wind, I bend so I do not break. Yeah, that's good. And that means no matter what life sends at you, Mm. you've got to kind of manipulate yourself, bend so you don't break. Because a palm tree, if the wind hits it and it just goes, fuck this and snaps, Mm. it's done. But it bends with the wind and anything that life throws at you, you've got to kind of adjust and bend and manipulate yourself 
so that you don't break. Because at the end of the day, there are times where I'm at breaking point and you just got to take a deep breath. And I'm about to break. And <laughs> bend with it yeah. so you don't break. Yeah. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Totally agree. We've read so many books. <laughs> you know what? Welcome the, to Wanderer Book Club. And this evening, we're going to be. <laughs> if I could recommend any book for anyone to the read, The Four Agreements. I don't know that. Book. Oh my god! I'm going to send you a copy. Okay. It will change your life. Have you read it? I um, can't agree with that one. Sending to what? You can't agree, or you haven't read it? I don't know. Four people that would agree with that. Uh, no, I haven't read it. <laughs> I'm sending two copies of The Four Agreements. I'll read it. And okay. if you haven't read a copy. And you don't have a copy, hit me up and I'll send you a copy. Okay. That's how life-changing it is. Right. Well, I read The Power of Now. Mm. Eckhart Tolle. I've heard about that. Yeah, yeah not Pam. Um, just like observing your thoughts. And and you know what? That helped me massively with the judgment of people. Yeah, I'm um, a judger, which is something I'm trying to change, but I'm a judger. That sort of anger that I felt sometimes with certain, in certain, certain situations where I could just... Um, I felt like I could explode on someone and then realised... Sometimes, yeah, look, and sometimes you don't catch yourself and you fucking unleash and you go, fuck, I shouldn't have done that. Um, but uh, the majority of the time, I, it helped me actually watch my thoughts and go, fuck, I'm angry at Delby right now. Why the fuck am I going to, like, you know, why am I going to go off at him when he's in this situation where he's he's in a he's in a bad situation? Whatever has amounted to him acting in that way. Sam's mum dumped me, you're right, Ken. Exactly. <laughs> now that would be... Like, if, <laughs> Like, I don't know what situation you're in. I don't know if you're going through a terrible divorce. I don't yeah. know if you've just lost your job or you've just been diagnosed with cancer. Like, if you're a grumpy fucking prick for that reason, that's completely shit, understandable. And for me to react in a certain way. Like, yeah, I have a friend that taught me that and I never thought of it like that. And she, I don't know if she's read that book or not. I mean, mm-hmm. that's just what she believes. You need to read The Four Agreements. But it's, it's like that. And I was mad. I'll give you an example, right? My neighbor... Mm-hmm. When I lived in Scarborough, we cut, it's such fucking, it's such small trivial shit, right? Mm. We cut his overhanging stuff because we had a rent inspection. Yes. And he came out and started filming me. Yeah. I I think I vaguely remember this. And I went bananas, man. I'm like, he's like, what are you doing? Because he was filming Uh, me. And, and, and he wouldn't let us park at the front of his, not, well, it was in front of his property, but it was council on the verge. Mm Mm-hmm. So whenever we'd park there, he'd come and be like, move your car, move your car. Mm. Like, dude, like, it's not hurting anyone. You're not using it. Mm-hmm. My dad's here. We're cutting down it. And so he comes angry. out and he's like, move your car. And we're like, yeah, we will. My dad's just cutting. We're just cutting this back. You've damaged my property. You've done this before. I was like, mate, we haven't damaged your property. <laughs> We've, we're expected to keep it in a certain order. Then he starts filming me. Mm. I went bananas. I was like, fucking, what the fuck are you doing yeah why are you filming me for what the fuck's wrong with you i haven't done fuck all yep and then the son i heard the kid dad oh. what's what's happening is this neighbor is being very rude to me he's being very rude for no reason yeah i was like i'm not being fucking rude man i'm just mad i, I was yeah i was going bananas at him and then after that happened mm-hmm. i went i probably overreacted of course right because checked yourself yeah, but he was complaining about a fucking car on lawn that on 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 the property he doesn't use. Yeah? Yes, yeah. And then he starts saying we're damaging his property. He wouldn't have even known that we'll cut like yep. the small shit. So I was like, all right. And after that, this particular person, this girl, she's like, you don't know what he's gone through. Mm-hmm. You don't know what his you know side what of the story was. She goes, you got mad, mm-hmm. right? What can you do? And I was like, fuck that car, man. Yeah. You know, fuck him. But then she's like, oh, you don't know what's happening. And then yeah. she goes, just think about him. So I thought, okay, maybe from where he's from, it's a big deal to park without permission. 
or maybe, yeah. you know, maybe for him that's real. And I didn't that's take funny. that into account. Like, fuck, like maybe like if you come into my house without with your shoes on, mm. and I'll get hell mad. But you don't know. Yeah. You know. Yep. Yep. So I was like, all right, what can I do? So I wrote a letter. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, hey mate, I just want to apologize. It's not your fault. I was pretty worked up. I didn't have much sleep, and I was pretty angry at the time. I said, look, I was really angry at the time at a few things. That's not your fault. I apologize. Um, I would expect to handle myself better. Um, I'm sorry that I had to treat you like that. We're going to have to live next door to each other. So I hope that we can, you know, mm-hmm. put this behind us. I hope you can accept my apology. Um, it must have been really important to you. Yes. And I probably overreacted. So I'm really sorry. I hope we can put it past. And I put it in his letterbox. Mm-hmm. And we never had a problem from then. Yeah, okay. But that was just me going, okay, I don't know what this guy's perspective can I, is can i tell you I the know. four agreements are okay it's gonna change <laughs> your good. life sorry <laughs> daniel to your story. i really appreciate your story i yeah. thought that was very good yeah. no i appreciate it too but i feel like this is going to change your, but you've been acting on the four agreements without yeah. even realizing oh. the four agreements Ooh. there's a full book on it are go through be impeccable with your word which means if you say something do it if i say i'm gonna meet you at three o'clock i'll be there at three 100 percent agree i'll that. help you change your tire I'll help you change your tire, yeah. right? Okay, I like the that. Second but you're one, a woman, you couldn't do that, but yeah. Go fuck yeah. yourself. I can change my own tire. And I can change my own oil. I'm from yeah. Wanneroo. Yeah, hard. Okay, yeah. Well, you could it. steal a car. So <laughs> oh the God. second four agreement is don't take anything personally. Exactly what just happened there. Yeah. You don't know what he's gone through in your day. Don't yeah. take it personal. He's not mm. taking it out on you. He's yeah. reacting to his circumstance. Mm-hmm. Number three, don't make assumptions. If, if you're out and haven't answered my phone call, I can assume you're cheating on me. Or, or, I, or I, I would sh- never do that to you. <laughs> right? I would never treat your mother that way. Right? <laughs> Don't make assumptions because you're going to make shit up in your own head. Yeah. That isn't real. Oh, sorry. That's the- so true as well. Don't make assumptions. 100%. And the fourth one is always do your best. Like if you're striving mm. to always do your best, like if you can't be fucked with a friendship, if you can't be fucked with work, if you can't be fucked with your you know, studies, you're not going to be the best version of yourself. Yes. Unless it's a sack race and you get a participation ribbon. <laughs> oh, then it's like, oh, look, no. you tried your best, but I'm you just you suck at potatoes. Mate, we talked about participation uh, oh, medals awesome. and trophies. I'm down with that. One. That's weird. That's So whoever wrote that is just doing shit that we do. He's a already. fantastic author. It's all about the Toltec way of life which is what? Toltec Toltec is, is like that like an a ancient, no, oh it's like it's a, not like a new internet <laughs> welcome like to Mexican. Toltec where we get your totality technicality <laughs> no it's like Mexican uh, anyway, oh, back Toltec at, Holmes yeah correct <laughs> yeah. they're like Native American how do you spell Toltec T-O-L-T-E-C oh yeah we got the Toltec here Holmes you know essay correct you gotta get those four agreements home we don't do shit unless you agree homie <laughs> By Don Ruz, I think. I think it's pronounced Jose in Mexico. I will send Jose. it to you. In Spanish. Was it like a Jose? Don Jose. It looks like this. And I'm going to send you both a copy. The book looks like this? The book oh, describes the book. looks so shit. You ever <laughs> joked a book by its cover before? <laughs> from from here, it looks like a no. marijuana leaf. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It's not. I'm sending you both a copy. Uh, I'm down. Okay. It's Don Miguel. Ruiz. Don Miguel Ruiz. Don Ruiz. Miguel Ru- Ruiz. No, I don't speak me. Ruiz. Ruiz. R U I Z. With an R. Yeah. Ruiz. Ruiz. Looks good. Okay, it's getting very. It does. It does look like a marijuana leaf. You know that? Don't judge a book by its cover. Mm. What do you reckon? I'm. I totally agree. Fucking brilliant. Toltec wisdom yeah? book. What it's, what, it's literally what we're talking about. What do you think I look like? Ago. What do you think I look like? Full disclaimer. Like, full the dis- first chapter is a little bit like. It's Are you going to ignore his question? Out there? 
But you need to understand the first chapter to then the like. I thought we were talking about my description. Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like full disclaimer, but what? you're fucked. You're, yeah. what, do you, what do you look like? Yeah, well, so it depends. When you used to do the Grinch face in high school. Uh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> there, it is. <laughs> there it is. Do I look I at the camera? Oh, well, you don't look like a guy that would read Eckhart Holt, uh, Eckhart, Eckhart Tolle, Tolle, and, uh, and medit- down meditate. Your, you know? You're in a band called the. Park you're like experience? you're like an Aussie. TPE. Hey, T-P-E. I was in that band originally. I yeah, bought no. a CD. <laughs> no, that, that band. Was I had called, nothing to offer, man. That band was called Pathos. Pathos. <laughs> that was a good name for a band as well. I don't know why it you means what in means? Greek or something like that. It means like the the art of music the, or something. No, it's, uh, empathy through music or yeah, like sadness like, through music. Pathos. Yeah, pathos. Yeah, what a great Where name. Po- you know what I brought to the table? Poetic. <laughs> You know what I bought to the table, Sammy? Tell me. Westside. Fuck all. No, <laughs> all I knew what, was Green Day on the guitar. <laughs> he was drumming. Yep. Lloyd Parker and his brother were just shredding. And I was like, yeah, I'll just pretend that I can do this. Lloyd, you know? Lloyd is a great bass guitarist. Left-handed, Mate. just loves it. And then Ryan on the shredding guitar. Mate, like, what are they doing with themselves these days? You know, I think Ryan's still teaching guitar and he's still really? chasing the dream. Like, I, I Good on him. I, Move to Melbourne. It'll work for you over there. I think, but it's the thing is, I, I feel like, could be wrong. Like, in, he, I think he might listen to this. Um, I think he may be one of those people who's not taking the action and just like, Ryan, just get it out there. Are we get talking about con- Ryan? Yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Take the action. <laughs> Move to Melbourne. I'll give you my number and I'll hook you up with some musos. Whereas, it's a big scene over there. Whereas Lloyd amazing. is following his sort of creative path. I don't know if you remember, he used to like drawing and that, that sort yeah. of stuff. He's a he's a um, what do you call those people? The, Not sure. The, the graphic designer. Graphic designer. That's exactly right. He's one of them. Good for him. And he's really good at it. Um, he actually designed my very first B thirty two media logo. Good for Lloyd. But well I played, I gave Lloyd. him very strict dimensions, and it wasn't it, it wasn't him. But he made my shit design look very good. That's what graphic designers are for. Mm. Who did? Lloyd end up with? Did he marry one of the girls? Lauren, from Lauren, Lauren Campbell. Lauren Campbell. Lauren Campbell. Now Lauren Parker. Wow. Mm, mm. That was a lovely little... Do you know what? Side note, <laughs> Lauren Campbell was my first kiss. Really? Okay. Oh, Campbell soup, boy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that was lovely. Yeah. Was very, you guys. Very like... Who was your first kiss, Sam? Very tonguey. I was in primary school. His name was Darren. Was Darren he, who? Who was he? Year 7 teacher or something? <laughs> <laughs> Nah. Year seven, where? Jin Jin? When did you go through your dreadlock stage? Yeah. No, she didn't have dreadlocks. She had plaits from bar. Remember oh, at the bowl? What bolt? the fuck? I was, was at the ball. Whatever that was it hot. was. I yeah. liked it. We had that photo together. <laughs> All right, guys. You looked like. It was very Christina Aguilera. It was yeah. yeah. That's what it was. It That's was fucking was. dirty Christina Aguilera. Mm. And it had purple in the hair. Mm. Purple. Black. Matched my Black. purple suit. That Black ball. and blonde. I yeah, had the purple ball me. suit. We will not put that photo anywhere. Oh, I Hang on, that. Can so we can we that photo? I know you two together at the ball. Yeah, boy, it's hot. As my guests. Arr. Yeah, that's good mm, for the promotion of this. It was very uh, Adam's family. <laughs> you know, uh, not the look I was going for. Morticia okay. and what's the bloke's name from it? There's um, a few. No, the the man, the main man, Mister Adams. M- no, yeah, <laughs> but who's Mister? What's his name? Oh, fuck knows. Think like Morticia's Don husband. Don Ruiz Mortici- or some shit. <laughs> Frank? <laughs> then you wrote the book on Four Elements, maybe? Oh, I don't know. Um, Morticia and Gomez. Gomez. Morticia and Gomez. 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 Oh, you know how they always tango and shit? Oh, I yeah, don't we know. I know that. Lurch. Yeah. yeah. You rang. Yeah, that's it. You yeah, rang. Now, hey, long, weird story. He plays for Fremantle now. Who? Gomez? No, Lurch. <laughs> um, what? After Hollywood, he retired and became Aaron Sandler. Aaron. <laughs> oh. No, but... Uh, <laughs> The um, 
No, the, 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 the hookups from high school. I've got a few for you, man. Do you? No, oh, let's, can zero. we? Can we? I know this no. doesn't interest your American listeners, but we've got. Um, That's fine. You got. We got Kira Bush and Russ Mooney. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Russ yeah. Mooney. They're having a baby. One of the nicest. No, they've had, ever met. had the baby. Had the baby. They had it. No, no it's not there anymore. No, it's still there. Oh, I don't know. Oh. <laughs> bit tip, bit it's a weird thing. Oh, they tipsy, had a they had a baby. Yeah, but they had a baby. They have a baby. They have a baby. They still have it. We went to one. It's not like they had it and we're like, nah, catch, yeah. Hannibal. <laughs> <laughs> like, they still have the baby. Yeah, correct. I think you know, so. correct. So uh, Lauren and Lloyd. Lauren and Lloyd. Yep. The old LL. Donna mm. was with Mick in high school, and yeah, she's still with Mick. Who? Mick. Clark. Mick Clark. That's right. I don't remember. But he was like, oh, is that just? No, nah, he's about nope. five years older than her. Oh. Donna. Oh, Donna. I remember Donna. Donna Wari. Donna yeah. Wari about Donna Wari. Donna Wari. Well, I've got a, a few uh, a random ones. Oh, hang on. Oh, sweet baby <laughs> Jesus. Holy yeah. Jesus. Rihanna and James Bedalone. Oh, Rihanna and Faves. Yeah, Are they James together? Bedalone. Yeah, man. Still kids. Married kids. Fucking new What about, um, we had uh, the year above, um, Tegan and oh, one I- of the Peters. I don't oh, know. Oh yes, yes. Yeah. Um, Michael Peters. Yes. Yeah, but who who was the real Shay one? and the other and Dean Peters? No, Shane Peters. Shane no, Peters. No, Shay and Dean Peters. I'm saying. <laughs> who, who was the bloody like the? Oh, hang the on. Girl Can- above our Candace, age. Candace and Daniel Cowling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Callow. Cowling is a legend, man. Talk about you at camp. That's this, why I met him. This, the most chilled out dude ever. I was like, what's your name? He's like, Daniel Cowling. I was like, I'm going to call you Callers. Who's the chill, most chilled out guy so I've chill. ever met? Yeah, so chill. Him and his brother, Benny. Hey, hey, like, so chill. <laughs> so if there's any Wanneroo students left, students? I'm still single. Oh, what's up? Well, and that, so is Daniel. Those, those, that sort of like last two minutes is just very entertaining for anyone who went to Wanderer High School. But no one else. <laughs> but who was the real hot girl above us? The t- twins. There was a no, few. Twins. Amy twins. and Joe Bates. Yeah. Oh. Bang! Oh, jeez. <laughs> Sweet baby Joe. What are they doing? Had a big crush on you too, if you listen, if you're going to get there. <laughs> <laughs> I had a crush on both of them as well. When I first met Amy, I had a mad crush. And yeah. then when I went to high school and Joe came, I had a mad crush. Who are my crushes? I had Erica. Erica er- Patron. Patron, who just actually oh, just Erica. recently... Uh, she asked married. me to film her wedding, so that's oh. going to be a little awkward. She needs a then, celebrant? Maybe. We'll get on to that. Yeah, we'll we'll d- double date. That'll be good. It's in Albany, though. MC? Oh, depends MC. how much. If you want an MC. Yep. I'm kidding. Uh, I'm and then... Um, oh, that's not a bad little trinity, actually. Mm. Yeah, Except tr- for IMC. The holy trinity. And I'm not a wag. Mm. So you got to stop dating. <laughs> Who else are my crushes? you got to stop dating Billy Brown, if you know what I mean. He's uh, <laughs> great, Bill. Chelsea Proud had a good old crush oh, yeah, on... Oh, Proudy and Stronach. You know Stronach. what's really weird? I know had they went good... to school together. Why don't I remember him? Who? Cameron Stronach. Yeah, above. Cameron's a legend. He's a Real fucking good guy. Awesome. He's a good cunt. And, right. and I agree with you, and I'm sure you're correct. <laughs> for some reason, I can't put a face to the name. Oh, I'll show you. Mary-Kate... Uh, not Mary-Kate. His, his brother, Mary-Kate um, Wheeler. I, um, Do you know who I had a massive crush on for a while? Michelle Chapfield. Oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah. Same, I, I remember that. Oh, yeah. yeah, for like two weeks. Yeah, I classic. remember that. I, um, I had a harsh crush on Chelsea from when I was year six, man. To yeah, like classic. Year eight, maybe. And then yeah. um, Christy Mason for a while. Christy, Christy Mason. Yeah. yeah, there was probably uh, a few more I'm in there I'm missing. Solid mates with JT, man. Yeah, no, we'll talk off air. I work okay. for JT. Yeah. I'm so hey, he's, glad he's, and he's happy for you all. Thomas development. I can Thomas. see it, but we're talking off air. Thomas okay. development. It's Thomas. Thomas with a Z. He's good. Yeah, and I was looking at something. Yeah. But, look, we've gone for an hour and a half. He's fucking killing it. So, uh, do you guys want to like keep going, or do you want to plug? I'm happy to keep chatting. Eh? Well, is there much to keep chatting? Just oh fuck! Like you can have it, but it's straight. I'd rather it's it gay. Oh, I've been drinking it straight and coughing for a bit. <laughs> 
I, uh... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you haven't coughed once. Yeah, that got me good. <laughs> it's what strong. What's this? That's water, but I, I mixed my drinks. Yeah, that was odd. Well, I had, I had left, I had just had, okay, I had ice blocks with my jacks left, so I put water in because it was ice blocks, so I made it cold. I've got to, like, just let everyone know, we started with a bottle and there's not much left, and Ooh. we've downed a bottle of jacks, basically, whilst... I'll be surprised if people got through to this point. Well, <laughs> so, especially once we started talking about Daniel Cowling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be heavily edited. I think the... the, the uh, Do you edit these? No, nah, I'll go raw. I just raw. want people to hear Raw it. dog. I love it raw. That's one. That look, oh, that's too one, much? That's one already. That's why there's so many teen pregnancies, boy. Uh, <laughs> that's how I got Oy. my bub. Really? Yeah. Oh, what a surprise. Genuine accident. Oh. Good on it. And uh, happy birthday when you're old enough to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> She's good. She's all right. She's a good kid. She, we've got her. I mean, it would be weird if you had a kid with a condom on. I mean... Well, no, 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 because they're not effective, hundred percent, ninety-seven percent, ninety-seven percent. that three percent, mm. they could have, I could have just had one, mm. but we didn't. Mm. I've had none. So. If if my mum and dad and Steph's mum and dad are listening, we didn't use one. Oh, edit, control, alt, delete. <laughs> Shout out to the parents, Sam's mum. What's going on? You beautiful. <laughs> Oh, classic. Oh, good All right. Well, do you guys want to plug uh, what's going on with you guys um, at the moment and where we're going? Get it. Yeah, oh. go Delby first because Sam's got like fucking 400. I have nothing going on. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. So I don't really, we haven't really spoke about my journey, man. So I mean, mm-hmm. we've got, mar- I'm a marriage celebrant. So oh. if you're getting married, hit me up. Daniel Delby stand up. Or actually, no, it's not. Okay, just, it's only an hour and a half. Okay. No, no, let's go no, no, we'll do this. We'll do this another time. No, let's go down. No, we'll I want, do I wanted this to come. No, no, because I wanted to come and, and hang with Sam. We can edit this and shit. Do my my edits with you. <laughs> and so and I'm drink like a bottle a, of Jacks. Yeah, mm. I'm like a last minute addition here. So it's not about me. This is about Sammy, which I wanted to hear anyway. Samuel. Oh, thanks for Sammy. Sammy. I just drank his Jacks. So if you want to get married, what's up? I do, w- but I don't w- know anyone who'll marry me. You <laughs> should do this show, Married at First Sight. I, mean, I think it'd be perfect that. for us. Maths. <laughs> Maths. That's a callback. Yeah. www.delbello weddings because my last name's Delbarello and Delbello in Italian means of beauty. It's a great little thing. No. Mm. no. Delbelloweddings.com.au. No. If you want some no. stand up no. shit, check me out. Daniel Delby stand up. Um, I don't really have any like. Gigs to plug. When does this go to air? Oh, t- tonight. Just tonight. plug plug your website. Plug Every your second ground. Thursday at Oceans, I run a comedy night. We raise money for Leukemia Foundation. Fuck so yeah. if you're ever around, mm-hmm. come down, check it out. It's literally this SAS training for comedians because... Do you want to get me on? Should I come down? Do you want to do it? I'd love to, man. I'm pretty nervous. Who gives Don't a fuck? Last night, we had, dude, last night we had a crowd of eight. Six of them were my mates. Mate. So, <laughs> but we still made bulk cash for Leukemia Foundation. Last man. time I actually did a stand-up show. Was, was Wanneroo Footy Club? Wanneroo Footy yeah, Club. Yeah, it was and funny. It, and it went was okay. It? Yeah, it was not bad. I'm yeah. such a fucking harsh critic. Yeah. I'm sorry that yeah. I asked, was uh, but it? It's easy when you're just taking the piss out of your mates. Like That's okay. a bit easier. That's like yeah. a roast. Like that's just yeah. yeah. When I you're at a footy club, it's a piece of piss. Yeah, so when it's footy club... The big fella the big fella was pretty funny, man. He could probably do it. Lauren Douglas's little brother. Who? Oh, yeah. Oh, Lachlan. Lockie. Yeah, yeah he's he was good. Fun. He was pretty funny. Yeah, he's good. The president. He's no longer the president. But yeah, he's good. Yeah, right. uh, Lane. Lane Stamps. Lane Stamps. Yeah, he's, he's doing good things, man. Yeah, he's good. Cool. Nice guy. He just made Raw State Final as well, which is good. Did he? 
he, he got he, through. He wild He support you at all, or no? He, he no, ran, no, no. ran your music. Well, he supports me like emotionally, <laughs> but not. Like, he didn't do my openings or anything. He ran your music at some point, didn't he? Or? My music. Oh, yeah, he did my sound. Like your sound um, and stuff um, like that. Through one of my shows. Yeah, yeah he's good guy. That. Yeah, he's a good kid. So Daniel, you stand up. Just look on there for whatever the next gigs are. There's a few coming up, but I'll just post that shit on. Mm. Um, if you want to get e- education or whatever, just come down to Ellenbrook Secondary College and, <laughs> and I'll, uh, I'll teach you or whatever. I mean, if you're 19, I mean, whatever, year seven. Daniel. Um, damn, Daniel. Damn. If you want Daniel some gambling tips, hit me up. We'll do some uh, we'll do some sports bet podcasts. I'll hit, hit you up on there. You are good with the bet. Uh, yeah, fucking real, real handy. But he refuses to help me with my share poll. Oh, you want share tips? Don't say me because all my shares are lost. If you want share half my money. Get on the odds can, the weed yeah. now. Get on the weed now. Get on it now. Nah, man. I don't know. I don't know how we're going to go with that, but anyway. And Sammy, Sam- where you Samantha, at? Samantha, where we at? What what's going on? What you doing? What am I doing? Fool. It's <sighs> a great okay. question. Okay, so we gonna, uh, should we be gonna... dating Jimmy Bartell? <laughs> we no, Nani is fantastic. <laughs> Shall we name drop there. Geelong? <laughs> uh, we're going to Namel and Storm WWE, the Commonwealth Games. Which where do we where do we start? Where would we where would we where would we where would we where would we, where would where we, would we start? No, well, look, we're very busy, mm. but that's my motto in life. Um, I've got a lot on, but not a lot on. So if you need an MC, that's me. Mm. See what I did there? I emceed a wedding uh, last week. Jordan and Kelly Mills. Beautiful oh, yeah. ceremony. You know what's really weird? I remember him coming to Colts. With yeah. dreadlocks? Yes. yes. So funny. Jordan Mills? The predator. Yeah. I remember him coming to Colts. I hated him. And now <laughs> he's one of my best mates. He's a he's fucking like, he introduced me to my wife. He was very, very young. And as a joke that I said as MC, thanks for that fucking nightmare. <laughs> 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 and it got the same reaction that you guys. <laughs> <laughs> she's great. Go fuck yourself. I'm yeah, on her she side. Yeah, lovely. she's cool. Man. I didn't she mean to say go fuck yourself. I love you. Um, yeah, I'm around. Jump mm. on my Instagram. <laughs> jump on my website. Yeah, what is that? At Samantha Riches. At Samantha Riches. R-I-C-H-E-S. I mean, the last time we caught up, we, caught, we climbed a mountain. Last time we caught up, we were in Bali, correct? That and I kind of gate crashed your family holiday, which is pretty shit because my asshole of an no, ex-boyfriend was a wanker, but I just left him in Bali. So Yeah, but it wasn't really because we're over there as well. Burnsy for his 30 bloody 7th <laughs> birthday. He's old. We were over there for that and, and that was all good. We had a, we had a good time and, and, and you know what? I had the you best time. You climbed a fucking mountain with me in the morning at 1 o'clock <laughs> in the morning. 1 o'clock in the morning. Okay. Was that with Jordan Kalis's, Um, Was that with four elements? No, 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 no. We just... Oh, we just winged it. Okay. Well, Look, just I know we, we, we were sort of going this. towards the end here, but like, let's just fucking just this recap on it. Let's just recap on a bit of that trip there because we can cut this into the beginning if we need to. No, no, no. we'll keep it where it is. Okay, we'll keep <laughs> it right. right where the fuck it is. <laughs> I'll pull my head in. So, um, like, when we okay, so for Gross. you, what so was what was the worst part of that trip? Because for me, the drive there left me. Fucking nauseous as shit. Yeah, because we were probably hungover from the day before. <laughs> been drinking in the sun all day. We've been drinking all day that day before. We drank by the pool. Yes. And then we went to dinner and we drank. Mm. And then we went to bed and for I had about... A ba- and I had a baby. <laughs> he had a baby. What, in Not Bali? as a result. But, the, <laughs> in but, Bali. but Scotty was there. Scotty was there. And then we were, you lovely. went to your hotel room with your wife and child and I went to mine. Mm. And we went to sleep for about 45 minutes and then got up and then... I met you at one o'clock in the morning. One o'clock. Ten plus one. That's an early alarm, guys. And I tell you what, we met a cool little like Danish... 
I'm still couple. friends with them. Yeah, same. Yeah, I was supposed to catch up with them in Amsterdam last year when I went there. And, and then what happened? No, they didn't like they didn't want to come because I didn't go over the weekend. And you know what? People have lives. <laughs> so apparently they couldn't come to their capital city uh, just for a couple of days Outrageous. on a on a Wednesday um, just to see me. Mike so and Mel. That's fair enough. Mike and Mel, yeah. Ah, fuck you, Mike and Mel. Fuck no, we enough. love you. No, nah, they were great. We don't. Do you know what? Okay, look, I'll quickly <laughs> mention this. Do you know what was so fucking hilarious about that trip? We got from the bottom, we were absolutely teeming with sweat. And Debbie, oh I mean, like, me now. like Mike. absolutely like Mike? taking the piss out of mm. you right now, like sweating like yeah. fucking like shit. Outrageous. Sorry it's so hot in here. We've got the sun coming on that back thing. Yeah. Normally it's at night. That's all right. But um, so we chemistry. were so sweaty. So when you get to the top, you're still sweaty. Okay. And it's oh about 4.30 in the morning, 5 Cold. o'clock in the morning. And you stop moving and you're soaked. And, and it's the, fucking the not 32 degrees and humid mm. at the top. It is fucking... I, Eight degrees and windy. I dare say it's fucking nearly on par with zero. It's fucking freezing. And were you just like... I, I brought a vest. Were you like, it's and then, the climb. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? Chivalry, chivalry came upon us. And oh, I, yeah. I, gave some, I gave Samantha my vest. Oh, and I was fucking, <laughs> fucking shaking vest. like a motherfucker. of real Cameron's chest. I did genuinely... Believe I sang that song as I gave it to <laughs> We talk about perspective, I, look, yeah. but I was so cold. <sighs> so imagine how cold she was without it. Was best. fucking freezing. <laughs> and look, at, at the end of the day, the whole trek was amazing. Once the sun was up, we felt quite fine. Oh, but we had a fuck great time. Me, that like first half an hour where they gave us a boiled egg and a black coffee and a <laughs> banana sandwich. <laughs> wow, it's not the most glamorous trip of all time. What but it cost you? Do you know what? It's actually no, it's great. It's pretty fucking tough. It was yeah, tough. it was tough and it was good. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the second half where we kind of went off on our own. Yeah, we went off on our own. There's like 4,000 people up at the top. Was it like a two and a half hour drive there? Oh, we were there for like six hours. The drive wasn't. Oh, the drive home was terrible. You got the back seat and you just About two or three hours. Have you found in Bali that the the chairs are just like a little bit too... Too. (laughs) Like you're in a weird position where (laughs) my legs are... They're just not right. Yeah, you're in this awkward... Like Balinese torture chair. I totally agree. They're just, <laughs> you're not down and you're not up. You're like, what's going on they here? They torture you through frustration. Yeah, man. Fucking Balinese I'm going to go to Bali though. I and need then, a holiday. Oh, it was so so good. And then like, the ne- I think the next day, or no, but maybe about me prior, Sam helped me out with a little bar review. We did the... Um, the next, oh, I thought she said, before I that thought you said she helped me out with a bar of you, like oh, you weren't having a bar no, of me, no. so she helped me out with a no, bar of you. On, uh, on the juice, it was a combi that's on the oh, boat. Oh yeah, on great the times. That was the night before. Fucking awesome. I'd really recommend that. That's the photo I'm going to post for this podcast. Is it? Oh, mm-hmm. that's glorious. Great but, times, good classic hits. But look, that's it. I think we've done really well. Sydney. Hour 45. You guys are my longest podcast. I could go another hour and a half, man. Yeah, Mate, we could sit here and chat if it need to go ways. Yeah. Well, you can go ways. Me and Delby can talk for a second, and then we can. Swap we need up. some coke. Do you reckon? Excuse <laughs> me. Let's give you. Well, no, uh, I'm, I'm make, a school teacher. What sort of coke? I make uh-huh. Coca-Cola. We've run out. Stevie needs to. Yeah, like. Is there some in the fridge? <laughs> She's too busy with child. child. I am a dad. <laughs> she is with child. Stevie needs to go to the shop. <laughs> Get yeah, us some that. coke. Yeah, that's great. But look, thanks so much for coming on tonight. Love you. you guys have been fucking amazing. Thanks, man. It's been fun. It's been awesome. We'll share it and and, and get it out there. And, um, I just want to say one thing. Yeah, go. Because I listen to True Crime Garage. What? True Crime Garage? <laughs> and the captain goes, and that's enough of the business. And I just needed to do that. And okay. now it's on air and we're great. Cool. Anyway, continue. I want to do the fake news trademark. Oh, the real fake news. What is it? Do we come up with a little... 
little. Have you got a trademark yet? No, I don't have a slogan. Shit, all right. Well, right now, let's come up with the slogan. Real fake news, bitch. And then no. later, right? <laughs> later on in in future times when I can refer back to this, yeah, with you know, like when I've got Joe Rogan on and yeah, yeah. Jim Carrey, killer. They'll be fucking killers. Uh, what's what's a good motto? You're the best at this. That's the real fake news, and that's not news to me, boy. I feel like this is something we should think about. <laughs> but it was a good try. It's a good if try. If anyone can come up with it, it's Delby. Uh, I thought about it. Some real fake news, like Pamela Anderson's chest. <laughs> I got nothing. <laughs> I should have thought longer. Okay, so his Cut comedy is so much better than that. <laughs> so much better. But yeah, like, I got nothing. But I think we need a motto. Motto. No, motto. Well, or you f- you sign off no, for something. No, no, no. Give us a little freestyle. <laughs> no, 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 no. Look, what, what, watch me go. No, 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 no. That's not happening. Oh, he's not having it. No, no. No, I've tried it before. I'll give you Honestly, I wanted to jump overboard. It was on a ship, and it was the most horrendous experience of my life. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Real Bobby fake news, face. signing off. Real fake news. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Whatever. Seven news. Jeff Barrett. <laughs> oh, we didn't have Jeff. Uh, hanging out with Tim Gossage yes- yesterday. Oh, we don't, we don't nice. have any Tell of these people Tim in Melbourne. Tim Gossage, he's very tall. Oh, really? Yeah, he doesn't know I who find, I am. I think, I, I think you everyone... You know, I've got it. Do you? need to go, all right, I need a wee, so we're off. <laughs> yeah, I need yeah, a piss. Real fake we news, all need a piss. Taking the piss. We've done a Jack's bottle. <laughs> Perfect. All right, I hope you enjoyed it. Thank Thanks. you for Love listening you. to the real fake news. Love Goodbye. You. Bye. And I want you all to know that we are fighting the fake news. The fake news, the enemy of the people. That I call the fake news, the enemy of the people. The fake news.